This is the endless wanderlust, dervish. Yours is the April upon April love that kept me spinning even beyond your eventful arms toward the unsurpassed. The one vast claiming heart, the glimmering, the beautiful and revealed movie. <laughs> Good poem. Good poem. You can't handle the truth. Get I think we paused long enough. Yeah. What a poem. What a poem. Where'd you find that? Um, in my love of film. Did you write it? Um, I wrote one word of it. It's originally a poem called Beautiful Senor by Cyrus Castles. And what was the one word you wrote? Movie. <laughs> Makes sense, yeah. It's beautiful, yeah. That sounds right. Um, Seth Thank and I you. gave each other big looks immediately because, like, can you read the very first line of that again? I just got rid of it. Hold on. <laughs> it was. It shocked me. Oh, jeez. Uh. This is a whole other thing. Never mind. Yeah. It was. <laughs> anyway, it was. Anyway, it was wanderlust. wanderlust. Yeah. Then there's a reason why we looked at you. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, so I'm wearing mascara in this video. You're right wearing now. mascara? It looks like I am. You're so pretty. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I got some questions for you guys. Do you like looking pretty? Yeah. Good, because you come to the right place if you're watching the YouTube, because you get to see Seth wearing mascara. Other questions. Do you like ensemble cast films? I've asked this before. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Or like a 30% hit rate. Okay. Um, I got three questions for you today, FYI. Next question is, do you like, like military people coming home to see their loved ones, but for less than 24 hours? Which, which part is that, of that are you asking that I like? It, that it's, it's only blanket, 24 hours? It's a blanket failure, statement. Um, democracy, that this has to happen. Yeah. So I guess I don't like it. You like them coming home to see their loved ones, yeah. but the less than 24 hours part, okay. Yeah. And the third question is, do you like the holiday Valentine's Day? Yeah. Mid. It is a mid, I it, think. Yeah. But there's like flowers and there's chocolate. You love flowers. I do so. love flowers. And you love love. Yeah, I do. I, I wore my big ass heart sweater today. <laughs> and your flower pants. It, yeah. Shit, you're made, up, you're made up for it. Well, if you answered yes to liking any of those three, you've come to the right place. I'm Brandon. This is Seth. I'm Lucas. And this is Movies. And He's that's Movies. Lucas. Wait, were you... You were bad. Were you good or were you movies? I think I'm movies. I think he was movies. I think he were And good. I'm good. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. I've always wanted to be um, movies.
<laughs> as as a little kid, every little boy dreams of growing up to be movies, but sometimes they just end up bad. I didn't even have the dream first. <laughs> um. So if you answered yes to any of those, um, this week we watched Valentine's Day from 2010. This is a part of our a Gary Marshall. It is a trilogy fan base here trilogy. But this one actually found out, came out before New Year's Eve. So if you take it back 13 months ago, Lucas and I soloed together New Year's Eve with one of the greatest cinematic twists at the end of all time. Great twist. So good. Was it good? It was like genuinely amazing. Um, yeah, to recap, it was these two couples that for the whole movie has been building up. Or not these two couples, these two people of a couple. They're going to meet at midnight at this clock they both get their midnight look at each other and keep running they're both looking for different people two whole and more love stories they open stop up. at it they look at the clock together they look at each other We're like yes it's the it, who was it? it was hillary swank and josh dumal yeah and then they look they look at each other and then they run right on by We're like shit that's awesome and hillary swank was actually right was she running to get to she was running to get to her dad Robert De Niro mm. before he died. Yeah. And he was running to Sarah Jessica Parker. Which a disappointment. Too <laughs> sure. <laughs> we did we did kind of scowl at that one. But so this actually came out before New Year's Eve, but it's still kind of all in the mix. We're loving it. We're here. We're loving it. We're loving it. Like McDonald's. Like love. Did you know Pusha yeah. T wrote that? The McDonald's ba -ba -ba -ba. jingle? Yeah, he did. What? I have to Google that. Yeah, and <laughs> apparently today, the director of Tar, which I also watched today, this is completely off track, apparently invented Big League Chew. What the fuck? Big Crazy. League Chew rocks. Yeah. Go Todd Field. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. Yeah, that's I love lads. Um, so, we're going to get into it. This is a day later. We're not recording on Sundays like normal. We're doing a Monday. Lucas was a little sick. Still is a little sick, but not too bad. <coughs> Seth was I had to work the weekend. Seth was like, oh, I'll just watch the movie with Brandon. <laughs> I was like, it was like 7 o'clock. We normally record it. I was like, Seth, have you started? He's like, no. I was like, this is over two hours. It all worked That's out. That's how I said it, too. Marina was mad about the, the runtime of this film, just to kick it off. That it was two hours? Over two hours. It's The content of it's this is normally like hour 40, but... um, Right? Before we get into it, we're drinking beers. Seth, huh. hold up your beers. There's a bad boy. We are drinking um, the Breakside Wanderlust oh. IPA. Unplanned. Yeah. 6.5% uh, alcohol, uh, five fresh Northwest hops, tropical nuanced, north of refreshing. Um, don't drink if you're pregnant. It's a Portland, Oregon employee owned. Nice crack them once again i don't like ipas but i read a lot of fruit on here and so i was like ooh. and i know like wanderlust is mm. yeah, that does smell fruity um i know wanderlust has like a kind of like love vibe to it i don't know you should be fine with this one i should yeah that's i don't think that's a wanderlust means it's not a strong desire to travel yeah a lust for wandering but then there's also that movie ooh, yeah. wanderlust yeah this isn't terrible yeah there's also that movie Wanderlust with uh, Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston. That oh, was a dream you had. No, that's actual movie. No. Yeah. 
They end up in like this hippie commune and they and she loves it, but he doesn't. But then they end up finding peace with each other. Yeah, I'm not. This is is the ramblings of a lunatic. This is an actual movie. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's actually not bad IPA. Oh, what? Huh? No, it's great. (laughs) Um, so got some water. Classic. Cheese it puffcorn. Not cheese it, uh, Cheeto puffcorn. Apologies. Nice. Chesty. He's embarrassing himself over there. It's ridiculous. Crazy. <laughs> that the was... craziest Freudian slip you ever yeah. heard. Instead of Cheetos puffcorn, Cheese Its. That snack was a dream you had. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> the woodpecker yeah. cried. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um, our director today is Gary Marshall, a guy who we've done before because of New Year's Eve. We've but learned more about of... him this time. Because weren't we informed by both of our mothers that he did the I Love Lucy and all that shit? Or even my did mother? He? No, he didn't do that. He didn't he was like a huge. It. Yeah, he, he like was the showrunner. No. Of all those all sorts of shit. I swear my mom told me that. No, he was not the director of that. The Lucy show, the Dick Van no. Dyke show. Yeah, Lucy was her follow-up to I Love Lucy. I'm right. I'm going to I'm going to direct her real quick. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I don't see I Love Lucy on here. No, I, I said that the Lucy show it was the follow-up to it. I don't see that on here either. Staring right at it, sir. And under director? He directed a couple of them. The Lucy Show? I Love Lucy? He only has 30 things. He did Laverne and Shirley and Mork and Mindy? What the fuck? Well, Laverne and Shirley is very famous, too. Yeah, I don't see this Lucy thing under director. I see he directed a couple on here. Anyways. Where where are you looking at? On Wikipedia. Oh, Mm. well, I'm on IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. That's what nerds for. Yeah, that's where I do all my research. Duh. You know he has a paid subscription for IMDb? Yes, $19.99 a month. Oh, what? For IMDb Pro. Are you serious? Yeah. I was joking. No, I don't actually have that, but oh. I thought about it. I know, because you free have money one, and stuff. And then there's a $19.99 a month one where you can edit IMDb pages. He created that. a little show called Happy Days. Oh. Well, I don't the ever Fonz? put down Is the that? creator That's of the shows. He, I'm doing director. The original Jumping the Shark? I'm just saying, I think <laughs> we didn't give him his cultural relevance last episode. Give him his flowers. Well, too bad. Give him his flowers he didn't direct for Valentine's them. Day. Um, it's the Mork and Mindy Gary guy. Marshall. And that was Gary with two R's? Mm-hmm. Gary. 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 Gary Marshall. Because there's only one R in Marshall. And that Gar- is how you pronounce things with R's. Yeah, <laughs> Gary Marshall directed a couple things here. Young Doctors in Love. The the movie Overboard. That's the, is that the Jane Fonda one? Where she's like amnesic and... Sure could be. No, it's the Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell one. Oh, I've seen part of that. Uh... <coughs> He he did Beaches, my, the saddest movie my mom thinks in the goddamn world. <laughs> uh, they made fun of that on Seinfeld. Beaches? 
mm-hmm. bitches. Mm. He did Pretty Woman. Mm. A big name. You got uh, Dear... Yeah, a self-reference. Yeah. You got Dear God. You've got Runaway Bride. You've got The Princess Diaries 1 and 2. Ooh, those are good. <laughs> Pretty solid flicks. Yeah. There was once there was once when you like were like, what is that from? That's a quote from something. You're like, I think this is from the the Princess Bride or something. <laughs> Seth was like, No, that's Princess Diaries 2, Lucas. You're like, yeah. it is Princess <laughs> Like you knew the quotes from Princess Diaries 2 just yeah. on a Rolodex in your mind. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I have an eidetic memory for just that movie. <laughs> and then um New Year's Eve that we did last year and Mother's Day, another holiday-based ensemble cast film. Is he st- yeah. Is is he still with us? Gary Marshall? Yeah. Oh. Is, is Gary Marshall in the room with you right now? Brandon. Is your psychiatrist is talking he still to you? Alive? Nope, he was. He died in 2016. Damn. R.I.P. R.I.P.D. Dead Man's movie. That's kind of spooky. <laughs> it's the first time we've done that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. That's totally what we've done. Yeah. We've done we've done a goddamn film from 1947, but <laughs> yeah, but that guy he made the movie when he was like nine. Nine, I think. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so he's cool. So he's only 86 right now. Um, and then he's flourishing. Writers, you got two of them. It's or you got three of them. You got one person, and then you got a duo. Uh, first writer's Catherine Fugate. She did Carolina, The Prince and Me. She wrote New Year's Eve, and she wrote 117 episodes of Army Wives. Doesn't sound like <sighs> a scripted show. Army Wives? Yeah, oh, I've never heard is. of it. It sounds like a... My, my mom watched so Bravo much thing. Army Wives. Hmm. The Real Housewives of Fort, Fort the Indiana. The Real Housewives of Soldiers in Baghdad, Iraq. Mm-hmm. In Fallujah. Yeah. They just live in the Midwest, though. Yeah. <laughs> Title just to bring people in. And then our other writers are the combo duo of Abby Cohn and Mark Silverstein. They've done that Drew Barrymore film, Never Been Kissed. <laughs> what? Idiot. That's so funny. Never Been Kissed? <laughs> Fucking nerd. Um, they <laughs> that did Drew Barrymore looking ago. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Barrymore looking ass. Yeah. Anytime somebody looks like they haven't been kissed. <laughs> My mom loves Drew Barrymore. Of course she does. And Bon Jovi. Of course she does. Who was in New Year's Eve. He was. I, but yeah. he was not in this. I wish he wasn't. Um, they also wrote, he's just not <coughs> that into you. That the... The ensemble cast one? No, I'm thinking of How to Lose a Guy, I think. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, McCon, yeah. The McCon. And Bradley Cooper. What? I think so. Guy's so handsome. Um, they also wrote The Vow. What happens when you mix the notebook and 50 first dates? Is that the huh. one where she gets amnesic? Yeah, and, and she's with John Cena, and he has to make I, her fall I, I back. I think it's John Cena. Not John Cena. It's Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. It's not John Cena. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> I was kind of thinking the same thing, too, actually. But <laughs> she's with she's with Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. That was the first movie <laughs> I saw. Make her fall back in love. <laughs> that was the first movie I saw with my high school girlfriend, Vow. You saw it with her? And I played Temple Run the whole time. Ooh, good Damn. game. Placing, put you classic in back in the time period. 
And then their last two that we have on here is How to Be Single and I Feel Pretty. A lot of romance stuff, but yeah. that's their that's their niche. It's this thing. That's their Some niche. Femme films. That's their their niche. Some femi films. Chick um, so now that we're through right, we got film fatales. We got a cast, guys, and this is an ensemble cast. So just buckle in. Get do it auction style really fast. Do it. <laughs> or no, no, not auction style. Like um, reading the side effects of a medicine that they don't want you to know the side effects of. They're like, warning. And in the Texan accent. This film may include, and they just list all the names. Humera can be used for rheumatoid arthritis. Yeah. And do it prospectors too. inflammation in the body, but do not, but do not, but do not take also it to your allergic prospectors to. Side effects and get cat. baroque as hell. <laughs> side effects and cast could include Julia Roberts, Jamie Foxx, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Biel, Bradley Cooper, Eric Dane, Patrick Dempsey, Jennifer Garner, Topher Grace, Ashton Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lautner, Taylor with George Lopez, Shirley MacLaine, Emma Roberts, Christine Lake, and Hector Elizondo. Oh, good job. Tell your doctor if you've suffered from any of the above. I was good. do it with a prospective voice, like we said. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Wait, do I have to do it yes. fast yes. with a prospective? Humera can be used. <laughs> you got you this. You got any of the side effects of the cast above? Just that could include Julia Roberts, Jamie Foxx, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Alba, Kathy Bates, Jessica Beale, Bradley Cooper, Eric Dane, Patrick Dempsey, Jennifer Garner, Topher Grace, Ashley Kutcher, Queen Latifah, Taylor Lautner, Taylor Swift, George Lopez, Shirley MacLaine, Emma Roberts, Christine Lake, and our Hector Alizondo. What a superstar. That's, what, that's my man. I love it. That was awesome. <laughs> I, I could never do that. I could never crazy. do it regular. It was terrible. It was, it was, I was going to say horrific, but that's not what I wanted to say. Calling. It was awesome. It was, it was, yeah, it was wonderful to as watch. A, as a, as, <laughs> as a, an auctioneer and prospector. Direct to, di- au- auctioneer prospector, direct to consumer medicine commercial speaker. Yeah. Hell yeah. Which I think, if you're good at something, never do it for free, Brandon. Yeah. Make so it a, I make probably, it a career. I, honestly, I think I might be the best in the world at that. I might have a monopoly on that market right now, yeah. and I need to capitalize. You need to patent it for yeah. sure. <laughs> Trademark called it. Suck it, bitches. <laughs> I got it, it now. Bad, the movies in this guy. A pharmacy, a, a drug called Giddy Up or something. Ooh, Ooh. yeah, that makes you talk like that. <laughs> that makes you talk really fast, like a prospector. Yeah, like an upper. Doc, my prospector voice is kind of going down. It's, it's been lacking. My wife's been telling me for years. Please tell. Can your, I get a pill for that? Please call your doctor if your prospector voice lasts longer than four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Seek medical, medical attention immediately. That's gold. Oh, that's so funny. Um, so those names that I mentioned, did you hear them or were you just enjoying oh, we me reading? Them. Okay. Yeah. Anything stand out to you in those names? Um, a lot of Oscar winners. I'm sure you tallied those up. A lot of Oscar winners, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, Hector Elizondo jumped out to me. Yeah. Yeah. Shirley McLean. I don't know him, but She's I like the old. name. Of Laverne and Shirley, um, the I assume. Big, there were three that I really wanted to, for you guys to pop out at. One <laughs> ah. was Emma Roberts. <laughs> Yeah. Niece of Julia Roberts. Yeah, two is Julia Roberts. The son. Uncle of Emma Roberts. Not uncle. <laughs> Aunt. Um, the next one was Hector Elizondo, um, the guy who has to be cast in every Gary Marshall film possible. Really? Yeah, he's he in all of them. He did a pretty good job in this. He had a way bigger role in this than he did in the fucking New Year's Eve one. He had a serious role. Yeah. <laughs> New Year's Eve, he was like this <laughs> Russian maintenance guy fixing the fucking ball drop thing he was 
That was a great movie. <laughs> and then the third name was Christine Lakin. I don't, I don't know, know that name. I don't know who that is. She is the naughty. Ooh, she was the naughty. Yeah. Who was she in this? She, I think she was like the, she had a smaller role, but she was the news director person that was running the stage and whatnot with Kathy Bates. Yeah. She was always talking to Jamie Foxx. That's a yeah. really small role. But yeah. The, big, the big three, yeah. Emma Roberts, Christine Lakin, and Hector Elizondo. But other other names are kind of just hit or miss. Um, I guess they never miss, huh? <laughs> plot for you guys today. Like Cam Thomas. Yeah. Did you have 47 tonight? Whoa. Little Zorn <laughs> out there. After 44 the night before. Speaking of no which. No KD and no Kyrie just going crazy. Speaking of ballers, last two games of my middle school girls season, we win, we go undefeated. They're goaded. When are the games? Tuesday and Thursday. Let's oh shit, go. let's get it, Lucas. Um, a plot today. It's fucking exciting. Intertwining couples. Uh, whoops. Inter where did it go? Intertwining couples and singles in Los Angeles break up and make up based on the pressures and expectations of Valentine's Day. Oh baby. Cl- classic multiple storylines all converging into one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except I I do think, saying it now, seeing New Year's Eve, they intertwined a little better than this one did. That's what I think. This yeah. is more, yeah. What do you think, Seth? Yeah. How many times do you think you've seen New Year's Eve? Average. Like over- US and Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think over my lifespan, probably, I've seen it like 0.5 times. Damn. Yeah, which- is like virtually zero. Did you get to the part where he <laughs> sings Have a Little Faith in Me? No. Oh, shit. You ain't no. Me, buddy. He fast forwards over that Bon Jovi part. I, I didn't watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but you did watch Valentine's Day. Uh, I told you I watched Mother's Day. No, I watched Valentine's <laughs> okay. Day. I actually didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah, you threw me for a loop there. Yeah. I'm not a good actor, but I'm really dry. Well, let's try and sop, soppy, soppy. He's so fucking dry. Don't touch my skin, Brandon. (laughs) All right, some history for you guys. Um, Valentine's Day is a 2010 American romantic comedy film directed by Gary Marshall. Shot over a period of 53 days, this film features one of the largest ensemble casts in Hollywood history. Uh, In addition to the large cast that was in the film, these are a couple people that were in the running. I didn't have a whole lot of history, but um, Jennifer Aniston, Sandra Bullock, and Jodie Foster all turned the, down the role of Captain Kate uh, Hazeltine. Yep, Captain Kate Hazeltine. Uh, Rachel McAdams and Elizabeth Banks auditioned for the role of Morley Clarkson. See that? Um, Julia Stiles auditioned for the role of Kara, which was Jessica Biel. Yep. Catherine Heigl was considered Ooh. for any role in the movie, but was dropped <laughs> because of salary demands. Even the even the quarterback. <laughs> oh, like any yeah, Catherine Heigl, Sean Jackson, quarterback of whatever team. Yeah, um, the Pummelers. And then some guys that were up for the role of Holden, who is Bradley Cooper. You had Sam Worthington, Orlando Bloom, and Jake Gyllenhaal, 
And Sam Worthington also turned down the role for Sean Jackson. So a lot of names were up in the all Hollywood in the runnings. Yeah. Seems like pretty quick money for this one, I bet. You film for a day or two. Oh, like like it's filmed over 53 days, but there's so many different stories and whatnot that you don't have to do a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A week max. Yeah. So a lot quick, easy money, which segues perfectly into if you're doing the books. Yes, the dime. Let's play a game called Guess the Dime. Mix them together. I like it. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Seth. 50 million. Okay. <coughs> That's the budget. That was the quickest answer you've ever said. I was stretching. You Ooh, scared for me. Budjo? I'm going to guess. <laughs> Nor- That's what you normally do when you're stretching and somebody scares you. You just shout out I a just number. Shout out numbers, yeah. I shout out how much I think this movie That's costs. A pretty good guess, honestly. I think. That's why I said I, it. I'm going to go 40 million. 40 million? Lucas, I like your hoodie, oh, by the way. Cool. It's a nice hoodie. Thanks. Nice hoodie. Thanks. Um, one of you guys is so close. It's 52 million. was a good guess. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a really good guess. Should have 51 it. You should have. You should have. Lucas, how much do you think this made opening weekend? $30 million. Damn. It's a good guess. It is a good guess. But now it like scares me because I was going to guess like 80. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll just say 80 anyway. It's literally right in the middle of you guys. The winner today is Seth. Oh, it's 56.3. Oh. Holy shit. So opening weekend, it made more than its budget. So That makes sense. The trailer had, I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. It in did. It. There's no way that wasn't going to oh, make its fun. money in a day. <laughs> That was the most like stream song for like a known. decade. Yeah, well, it was that, and also this the year that um, that was that song called "Hey, I'll be gone today, I'll, I'll be back." That way. song was in the trailer. I think in the song or it's, in the it's movie in too. The opening, it's uh, yeah. Say hey, I love you by Michael Franti and Spearhead. That's, that's right. And I love you. I was feeling I Spearhead. I don't know who everyone that is. thinks it's Michael Franti. Spearhead's there too. I don't know who either of those. Don't leave him are. out, Seth. I don't understand <laughs> either does. of them. <laughs> Quit forgetting about Spearhead, everyone. I'm sorry. Michael Franti doesn't deserve all the praise. Can I forget Michael Franti then? As long as I remember Spearhead, that's allowable. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll allow. I'll it. say 130 you. million um, for U.S. and Canada. Total. Okay. Damn. 160. The winner today is Lucas. Damn. It's 110.5. 110.5. Good answer, Steve. And then worldwide, what do we think? Is Valentine's Day celebrated in China? I don't know. It's a good question. Very much going to influence my answer. I'll say 160 million. Fuck. <laughs> Just about to say that too. <laughs> We're on each other's ass today. One fifty-four. I don't know. Okay. Our winner today is Lucas. That's fucked up. Two hundred and sixteen point five. Wow. I should have stuck. They with must 200. celebrate it in China. Yeah. <laughs> so fifty-two million dollar budget, over two hundred million it made. That's a huge win. It's not bad. We haven't had a movie make this much oh, yeah. in quite a while, actually. 
Ever even. Well, no, that's a. We had. We've done the trains for it. They've made like a billion dollars. No. Yes. It's fake money. Although it's fake, they this, printed this it. movie. Fake. This movie made two hundred sixteen point five. This is the budget of Transformers Five. <laughs> That's crazy. It is crazy. Um, and now we're into taglines. The robots are taking over. I, I got out. Uh, well, what did we just? Good luck, Chuck. Today, and I was laughing so much at the tagline. Uh, the woman he wants is the woman he can't touch. And we're just like, what the fuck is that kind so of can't say that. So I just want to touch her. Brother, you need to go lie line. down or something. Maybe take a cold shower. Relax. <laughs> I, I just can't. Dry skin. Don't touch my dry skin. <laughs> All right. Tagline number one. A love story. More or less. Which is more. Yeah, definitely more. <laughs> Uh, and That's amore, or less, or less. Hey. <laughs> there we go. That's a good bit. Uh, also, another tagline from the director of Pretty Woman comes a day in the life of love. What that was? I, what? I like it. I don't like. I don't like that one. From the director of Pretty Woman comes a day in the life of. Why love. Why do you emphasize comes so much? Because it's it's coming. <laughs> It's on its way. Comes. Yeah. I didn't say it like that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Don't jerk off on the... <laughs> Don't jerk off on the podcast. I don't... It just seems wordy. And That's it rule number four. It doesn't read as well as it sounds, maybe? Because reading it feels weird. Oh. You're supposed to c- complete the heart. Bitch. Jesus do Christ. <laughs> He's so much profane. Are we making our own taglines? Things coming from. I got more flowers. Of course, we're making shirt. our own fu- taglines. Um, let's see. That's a bad one. I'm not going to do that. Saint Valentine this, this is, is blessing us with love. What else could he? What, what else could it be? That's that's better than mine. Is it? Yeah, mine is just gonna be like insane. Mine, mine. That was nothing. <laughs> mine is just gonna be. What are you talking this, about? This this tagline is in Valentine's New Roman. What? <laughs> and it's in Valentine's New Roman. The fog. Insane. <laughs> I mean, mine's not any better. Then Valentine's New Roman. Yeah, no, I had two that are like ostensibly worse. Say them. Well, because there's the Valentine's Day Assacre instead of Massacre, <laughs> which is just this is stupid. And then the other one's just not mean, but it's Valentine's Gay. Mm. Yeah, which is also really stupid. It's a little mean spirited. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't preface it with saying like this is the greatest thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> I said it was bad and dumb. <laughs> Yeah, it really makes my praising font so a good tagline now. Yeah, it does. So I think welcome. that's the winner. You're welcome for taking the bullet this, on that this, one. This 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 te- this poster is written in Valentine's New Roman. I think is our winner. It's a good one. Big underdog. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Big underdog. Um, it's facts time, boys. Yeah, it sure is. Valentine's facts, flower facts. He's so dumb. Elizondo facts. We really gotta, we uh, really gotta go outside the box on this one, fellas. Ensemble facts. February facts. Still in the box, boys. 
That's alliteration. We don't do. We do that. We, we do, do that. that. We get do out of your mind. Uh, do do facts. Velociraptor. Oh, okay. Facts. Outside the. <clears throat> I he wants outside the he box. Wants Velociraptor facts. facts. <laughs> facts. Ooh, we've done Ooh, something like that. We have done something like that for the Velocipaster. What we didn't do that way back then, but we should have done Velocifaxer. But I think we've done that <clears> for <throat> something else. <laughs> it was probably something like totally non, like the gods must be crazy. We're yeah, <laughs> Velocifaxer. Um, what about, right, what about, uh, what about journalism facts? What? Fuck. Because Jamie Foxx. Gary facts. What did you just say? Gary facts. Gary facts. Gary facts, yeah. Big rog facts. No, it's not big rog facts. Largest ensemble facts of all time. Ooh. There we go. There Man. we go. I think that's our winner. It's a lie, but there we go. <clears throat> what? One of. Ah, oh, fuck. One of the largest ensemble facts of all time. But we have the largest facts of all time, so that's the truth. Oh. Some truth-telling old wives. Yeah, we we do have the biggest, so. Yeah. The largest ensemble facts of all time. Break. So, uh, how did you guys meet? It's really funny, actually. Like, I was not into him at first. He used to shoot spitwads at me in Spanish class, which is, like, so junior high. Oh. But then one night I was brushing out my hair when I got home and I found this spit wad, but it was really a note. And it said, what's up? And I was like, that is so cute. And then I liked it. Oh my God, baby, are you okay? Walk it off, baby. Just walk it off. You're still hot, baby, you're still hot. Wow, he rolled out of that like a ninja. He's usually really good at those. Yeah, well, he's quite the athlete, and you're quite the dancer, huh? Five, six, oh. seven, eight. No, I think we're, I think we're okay. We, I don't. Oh, we haven't seen that one. <laughs> Where'd it go? Did she tell you the spitwad story? Yes, she did. Yeah, she's mushy like that. <laughs> you like it? I know. Ooh, I miss high school. There you have it, young love, full of promise, full of hope, ignorant of reality. From Henderson High on Valentine's Day, I'm Greg Gilkins, Channel 13. First fact is this is the second opening for romantic comedy just behind the sex of the city with 57 million. Good fact. <clears throat> wow. Is that true? That the, the second the charges. The second. <laughs> <laughs> he did what in the city? Unconsensually? Oh, fuck! Oh, Brandon. <laughs> oh. Are you okay? I hit my knee so hard. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. It just hit right on the soft spot. This, he's he hit his knee on his new okay. his new giant desk he bought. He's not used to it taking up so much Gotta space. Break it in. That is true. Yeah, he's breaking it in by breaking his knees. <laughs> breaking, yeah, yeah. breaking, breaking my knee. Shit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Man. This first one was yeah. the second. Bi- this is the second biggest opening for a rom com, just behind Sex in the City from 2008 with 57 million dollars. I don't know how much Sex in the City came in at, but. Less than that, or more than that, or more than that, yeah, because yeah, it was second. Right? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> you had two options and you got it wrong. Yeah, I misheard everything. I guess. Um, next, Ashton Kutcher plays Bennett. He's also nice. played Bennett in another role on The Ranch. Ooh, Ooh. Lucas loves The Ranch. No, I don't. Do you know my ranch story? No. Oh well. Uh... If you actually tune in to season two, I think it's episode four or five of The Ranch, you can hear my laugh in the laugh track because I was a part of the live audience for The Ranch. 
because my oh, mom really? signed us up for that. Yeah, and it was the worst <laughs> fucking ordeal of our life because for this half hour taping, we were stuck there for like five and a half hours with no food or water or anything. Well, I just You're just sitting, sitting in a chair in like an audience away from the stage. Yeah, while this poor other comedian has to do crowd work the whole time to get us engaged. As and then the episodes about like Ashton Kutcher like artificially inseminating a cow and just digging in her ass the whole movie. It's the whole scene. <laughs> it was absurd, and I hate the ranch. That's awesome. So did your mom hate it too when she went? Oh yeah. Okay. I didn't know it was like a sitcom style thing. I thought it'd be like a Trailer Park Boys ripoff. Nope. It was the exact same studio as Two and a Half Men, just with like That's... Western decor. Yeah, and still Ashton Kutcher, I guess. <laughs> yeah. When Danny oh. Masterson was there, who's a giant rapist. But we did Season see Sam two. Elliott. That's awesome. He's cool. Episode four or five, when he's trying to inseminate a cow. Okay. Um, were you laughing like super loud or anything? Yeah, there's that one part. Where I'm like, ha ha. To try and pick <laughs> myself up. I think I got it. Have you yeah. gone to watch the episode? Like, can you hear I don't yourself know. in it's it? It's pretty bad, honestly. I don't know if I ever went back for it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Didn't want to go. relive it again. I think I'll have to they go check that out. A laundromat too. Oh my god! But the thing is, is if we watch it, we have to watch it like nine times. The episode nine times so that we can sit through it for five hours to feel what Lucas felt. No food or drink. I don't think I've ever watched a TV show to like get the experience of the guy they made laugh. <laughs> has never been like not an experience I want to replicate. Has never been on a your good, bucket list. Yeah, it's not a good supplement for my viewing pleasure. It's like I can really feel how uh, the pain and effort that went into the show because I sat in a chair for five hours like this guy. It took a lot of the magic out of show business for me, honestly. Yeah, because they are, they have like s- the guy that does crowd work. Like they have people that just tell you to laugh more, right? Like they give you exactly cues. Like you don't laugh uh, organically, Naturally. if you will. Especially yeah. the seventh time we see it. The yeah, fucking Danny Masterson keeps forgetting his fucking lines. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. So this is the ranch story. That's awesome. Um, next, Jessica Biel and Jamie Fox appeared in Stealth together. Oh, in yeah. 2005. Oh, my God. In my both quotes. films, Jessica Biel plays a character named Kara as well. Oh my so God. here's Picture. another name similarity one. Nice. Do you forget that they were in stealth together? Yeah, I don't really try to remember stealth. So I was yeah, thinking I about it. I was thinking yeah. about all these different actors that we've seen so far. Because <coughs> um, Jamie Foxx was in those. Um, Jessica Alba was just in Good Luck Chuck. And she's Penguin Pussy. Um, yeah. Penguin <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we had Jennifer Garner and Ashton Kutcher together in Dude Where's My Car. Young. Christine Lakin mm-hmm. from Hottie and the Naughty. Hector Elizondo just from his others. I'm sure anything that Taylor Lautner ever does, we could probably do on here. The Twilight series or Shark Boy and Lava Girl or something. Yeah, we can't do Twilight because then we have to do all of them. You don't want to sit through five of those? Not again. Mm. I've seen them. Yeah, yeah. The baseball scene in the first one's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's kind of silly. I mean, yeah, but it's probably the best part of it. That's bad. <laughs> um. So yeah, we've got a lot of people that have kind of made appearances in here already. Friends mm. of good the show. Note. Next, during the credits, friend of the podcast, all these famous people. <laughs> this is this video. This episode is sponsored by famous people. Nice. <laughs> Every one of them. Um, during the credits, the chauffeur mentioned to Kate they are passing Rodeo Drive. 
asking her if she's ever shopped there. This refers to Julia Roberts' role in Pretty Woman, and she says, I did once. It was a big mistake, big, huge. Um, Pretty Woman, Roberts, uh, Julia Roberts' Vivian tells the shop assistants, big mistake, big, huge, in that same tone. Mm-hmm. That was like my last note of the thing was during the outtake. He's like, oh shit, Pretty Woman reference. His self-reference. And that was before I remembered that Gary Marshall did Pretty Woman. Yeah, it's Rodeo Drive as well. I was, yeah. I thought it was, and then I was like, no, it's not. And then we gonna get it. We gonna hit Rodeo. Another Valentino. I don't know the rest of it. Fill, fill the void. I don't know the rest of it. What <laughs> void? You made this. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, next, Julia Roberts was paid eleven thousand nine hundred and fifty-two dollars for each word she says in the film. She says 251 words in return for reportedly wait, wait, wait. a $3 million dollar paycheck. Oh, I was going to guess. <laughs> it's going to be like $900 guess that, um, guess that contract. Guess that paycheck. Did they, so did she have a stipulation or contract that was how many, how much money she was going to get per word? Or did she get a contract and then somebody did the math on how many words she spoke? Yeah, that's probably it. Okay. They didn't have to rewrite it like, we can't pay her this fucking much. She's a huge <laughs> role. We got to rewrite it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the end they would have paid Jennifer Garner monologue. so much money. It's crazy. They still did. Sure. Um, more with Julia Roberts. So she was also guaranteed three percent of the film's gross. Yeah, she's a queen. Earnings, granting her an additional six and a half million dollars. Yeah. So yeah. she made nearly ten million off this small role. I mean, she was, I think, for a very long time, the highest paid actress in Hollywood. For like she's so years. good, yeah. Julia Roberts is like when I was watching her, like on the plane with Bradley Cooper, and like she would do her laugh and all of her things the, just the on laugh the plane so and whatnot. Good, yeah. I would, I would look over to Marina. I'm like, Julia Roberts is too good for this kind of film. Like, she's worth a hundred, two hundred fifty million dollars. Miss Roberts is. What an icon. Me too. You got me tooed. No, I didn't get Gross. me tooed. <laughs> Poor taste. <laughs> um, next, Jamie Fox recorded a song so for gross. the. F- <laughs> Jamie Fox recorded a song for the film called "Quit Your Job." Um, although it is featured in the film, so the we're song- stealing quotes now. <laughs> although it is featured in the film, it never made it onto the soundtrack because of its profane lyrics. Oh, okay. Like it's in the movie, but if you bought the soundtrack of the movie, it's not in that. Yeah. Weird they used to sell those. Weird they probably still do. Yeah. Remember when I first got an MP3 pl- or even like a CD player and my dad was like, watch out for the little E's on the on the CDs. That means explicit and you can't buy those because they've got bad words. I remember that on uh, iTunes when I first was buying iTunes songs. Mm-hmm. Before, you had to convert them to MP3 because I didn't have an iPod. So that took a while to fi- uh, figure out. But I bought um, Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. Yeah. 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 Uh, there's a line in there that says, so far has not been good, it's been shitty. It was not the explicit version, there was no E in it, so I was listening, and I like tattled on myself, and I was like, Dad, there's, it says bad word in this song, and he's like, was there an E next to it? I was like, no, this is just regular, and he's like, huh. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Levi's a real homie. Let you keep listening to Paralyzer. Doggy dog. Great song. Um, next. When Edgar is at the cemetery before the movie starts, on the movie screen is the title of the movie Hot Spell from 1958, and pictured the two main characters. 
He mentioned that the woman on the screen is his trifecta. When asked if he meant literally the actress on screen, he said yes, literally. The actress on the screen was Shirley MacLaine, Mm -hmm. who played his wife in this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. That was a fact? Yes. Oh. Yeah. They, like, said that in the movie. It's kind of a cool Oh, my God, that's Shirley MacLaine? Yeah. It was a pretty heavy implication, yeah. Breaking the fourth wall. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Gary's a fucking postmodernist. Um... <laughs> penultimate one. Nightmare. At the time, at the time this movie was released, the star-studded cast had collectively been nominated for sixteen Oscars during their careers, including four wins. Um, the nominations were shared by actors and actresses. Kathy Bates had been nominated for three and won one. Misery. Jamie Fox had been nominated for two and won one. Ray. Anne Hathaway had been nominated for one at the moment. Don't know. Which was... It was, um... Batman. No, it was not Batman. No, it was not. It was... It was, uh... Batgirl. It was from, like... It was, like, from 08... Princess Diaries 1. No, you can't just keep saying Princess Diaries 1s. It was Rachel getting married. The fuck is that? Of (laughs) course. Nowhere near as popular as the Princess Diaries. (laughs) Um, She was nominated for one. Queen Latifah for one. I don't know what Queen Latifah has been nominated for. Maybe a song. She's pretty bassed. Uh, Roadhouse. Shirley MacLaine for six at the time. Much old shit. Yeah. And I don't know. She's She has won one, but I don't know what it was. Something old. And nominated for another five. And then Julia Roberts nominated for three with her win in what, Seth? Valentine's Day. No. Is it Aaron Fuck. Brockovich? It's Aaron Brockovich. What the hell is that? Oh, it's such a good film. Julie Roberts is so good in Aaron Brockovich. It's not even is the best she a lawyer movie or something. Yeah. Steven Soderbergh directed that year. Who? Steven, Steven Soderbergh. Soderbergh. Wait, what did what was the other one he did that year? Traffic, which was also nominated. He did Traffic. For yeah. best Both director. of those were best picture. He had two. What a monster. And then later on coming down the road, Anne Hathaway gets Men nominated for that two guy's more fucking Oscars. Weight. Yeah. And wins one for her role as Fontaine in Les Miserables. So funny. Bradley Cooper's been nominated for like three more since then. Whoa, mm-hmm. really? Oh, yeah. Silver Linings Playbook, American Hustle, and American Sniper. And Nightmare Alley, or was he not nominated for that? He was not nominated for that. Mm. Or but yeah, Star is Born? A Star didn't... is Corn. No, he didn't. He almost got director, though, I remember. But yeah, so a lot of lot of firepower. I was thinking Ashton Kutcher got nominated <laughs> for Steve for Jobs, but it was it was Michael Fassbender that got nominated for Jobs. Yeah, the far better Steve Jobs film. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher. It would never be. I'm I'm sorry, Mr. Kutcher. It's not your home. He's pretty bad. He was pretty good in The Guardian. What the hell is that? It's the one where he's training to be a Coast Guard guy. <laughs> There's no way he was good in that. It's He's actually pr- pretty good in it. I will give you that. He was in the ranch. <laughs> that is true. Ranch. You don't even know the ranch. He's in it, though. But yeah, he is. And then my last fact for you guys is our nominations. Let me pull them up. It had seven wins and 12 noms. Let's see if there's anything big. That's seven wins? 
Yeah. The Casting Society of America yeah, was the casting nominated goes nuts for that shit. Nominated it's, for it's like Citizen Kane for casting. Big, big yeah. budget feature. Finally beat that guy in Thailand that caught a bass yesterday. <laughs> it did win the ASCAP award for top box office films. Is that, is that the Oh, never mind. I was thinking that's the protecting animals. That's ASPCA, not PAC. Do you get an award for just making money? I guess so. Life. It it won the Guild of Music Supervisors Award for Best Music Supervision Ooh. for Julianne Jordan. Um, this was nominated for Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards. It what? Yeah. Who? Which two got nominated? Which kiss? Two. Well, yeah, there's two people that kiss. Well, there's well, a lot of kisses in this. But yes. I, two I of the, them got the no, Kutcher. No, there's only one kiss that got nominated, but who were the two people that kissed is what I'm Probably saying. Probably Kutcher oh. and Garner. Was it? Uh, do you want me to guess before? Yes, okay. of course I want you to guess. Well, that would have been my guess, but now I want to guess something else. Because like, who? I don't know, Topher and Anne Hathaway. Hmm. Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner. That can't be right. Boo. <laughs> It's the MTV Movie Awards. Oh, okay. I that makes sense. Um, it was nominated for a People's Boo, this man. People's Choice Award for a favorite comedy movie. Um, Razzies. We have two wins and two noms. The two noms: Worst Actor Taylor Lautner, and Worst <laughs> Supporting Actor George Lopez. George Lopez had a bigger role good. than Taylor Lautner. They can fuck off. George Lopez was decent. He's good in this. Yeah, I love George Lopez. And then winner for worst supporting actor, Jessica Alba. What? As Morley. She was worse than Good She's Luck Chuck. Good. No. She was pretty bad in this. No. And then Razzie yeah. winner for worst actor, Ashton Kutcher. That makes Probably sense. earned. Yeah, that was He was really doing a, bad. a mentally disabled bit, I thought. <laughs> Boy, look at me. I gotta yeah. be a girl. She showed up to the red carpets and they're like, wow, I can't believe he's not autistic. <laughs> That's what they're talking about Andrew Garfield after Hacksaw Ridge. And kind with uh, yeah. DiCaprio. Well, he, he clearly was doing DiCaprio. it. DiCaprio after what's, what's, he, he, that was what's like, eating that Gilbert That was like Godfrey. genuine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they actually so thought he, he, was, he was so good in that movie. Was that like his first movie? No. <laughs> no, no, no. Are we talking about Garfield? Yeah. Yeah. No. Not his first movie. Because nope. he was in the Spider-Man Social before. Network. He was in the Spider-Mans and the Social Network. Yeah, so like, people probably met him before and they were like surprised that he wasn't like his Hacksaw Ridge characters. He was yeah. like, that seems stupid. That seems made up. That's a made up <laughs> that's story. Just, that's just Lucas's story of why he hates Hacksaw Ridge so much is it was like a, a Force Gump goes to Vietnam kind of thing. Was it? The, I mean, I haven't seen it, but the it clips I've seen, is. they don't seem like he's, they don't seem like he's dumb. It he's just so seems dumb. like he's like... He's dumbly <laughs> polite, dedicated to yeah, his religion. So but he's not dumb like Forrest Gump is dumb, where he like fails his way up the he's stairs. Not, that's somehow. not supposed to. But Garfield plays the character that way. He goes, "Was this a was okay. this a gun? I could I don't know how to shoot this. You point this <laughs> one this way. I could never kill a Charlie. It's so dumb. I might have to watch and, that. And, and yeah, I think it's." I think it's, it's pretty fuck, good. It's I, I, the, it was nominated for Best Picture. The, the bits from it I've seen look pretty good. Like, it looks like a decent movie. But I, I would believe wholeheartedly that Andrew Garfield ruins... <laughs> like, it's 90% a fantastic film and 10% like, I just wish it was anybody else. I wish Ashton Kutcher had done this instead. Andrew Garfield's a great actor. Is he great? Or Have is you he seen Tick, great? Tick, Boom? I think he's overrated. Have you seen Tick, Tick, Boom? I think he's overrated. No. 
I'm just so echoing. good in Tick Tick Boom and the Social Network. He was amazing in. He's good in that. Yeah, yeah. and Twenty One, the Fantastic Four, Whiplash. He was good in. Why are you? Isn't you you're talking about Miles Teller. Yeah, they're the same. He wasn't. Overrated guy. He wasn't in Twenty One. They're the same. Miles Teller wasn't either. No, I thought Miles Teller was. My point stands. They're both pretty fine. They're like okay. They're above average. Yeah, that doesn't mean they're good. And then our last awards are at the Teen Choice Awards. Nine nominations, three wins. Who the fuck is in 21? Um, this was the three, or we'll do the noms first. Teen Choice Award for Best Female Scene Stealer, Anne Hathaway. Best Male Scene Stealer, George Lopez. Hell yeah. Choice Movie Actress in a Rom-Com, Queen Latifah. <laughs> it's Josh Gad. <laughs> yeah, Josh Gad is in that. Guy. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't either. It was just some fucking guy that was the lead. Sorry. <laughs> well, what's his name? He's from Jim across Sturgis the or yeah, something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, bad name. Best lip lock: Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. So bad. Um, best hissy fit: Jessica Biel. I think <laughs> when she's category. on the floor. Yeah, probably when she was throwing a fit. Best team chemistry yeah, what a category. I'd like to see the noms every year for that. <laughs> Best Teen Chemistry, Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner. Best Hissy Fit. And then three winners. Winning for Choice Movie Rom-Com. Winner for Best Actor in a Rom-Com, Ashton Kutcher. And winner oh. for Best Breakout Female Actress, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. It's true. This was the beginning of her... Uh, this is the beginning of her illustrious career. What? This is the beginning of her McConaissance. That's, yeah. This was before she went pop, which I yes, think is, is marked by Shake It Off's release. Yeah, in like 2014. It was kind of like her transition period into pop, because the fairy tale was in this. Today was a fairy tale, which is like... That's still pretty country. That's pretty country. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's not folksy. Do you have, did you listen to the song? It's like extremely pop, but there's a guitar in it. So you're like, oh, this is country. In the way you kiss me. I mean, she's like a pop country singer. She's not. Yeah, Darth she's Brooks, always been a but... pop country. Yeah, and I, I agree. I'm just saying that this is, more, well, not anymore. She's not pop country. Could, could but I'm saying like saying. this is the she's not, transition. She, yeah, her earlier work was pretty purely country singer songwriter. Yeah, Teardrop on My Guitar, I would still. Listen to picture to, to burn Tim McGraw. Just another picture to burn. Yeah, you I love some old Tim McGraw. I hope you think of me. Could you imagine if, like, after all of her pop stuff that she's doing now, she went back? Excuse me. No, she just she goes like really country, and she just does like Johnny well, Cash hurt. Well, no, she's now like, she's. I hurt myself. <laughs> Today, Taylor. No, but she, now she's directing feature ouch. films. Maybe she'll end up on our podcast. Ooh, is she really? She's, she's directing a feature debut, I think, coming out next year. And she like sat down with Martin McDonough on the director's roundtable for the Ooh. Hollywood Reporter. Like, here are two nice. movie directors: <laughs> Taylor Swift and Martin McDonough. Yeah. Um. Did Hopefully you see results out. of the Grammys last night? Now that we're on Taylor Swift, I watched them. Oh yeah. I didn't. I don't know what happened. the The biggest winners of the night, Beyonce, is now tied for the most wins of all time Ooh, with 30, Michael Phelps. Which is thirty one Grammys, which is crazy. That's crazy that that's tied for a record. Like it's crazy <laughs> that's not already its own record. Yeah. Um, Harry Styles won Album of the Year. I did see he won something. Yeah, he won the big one. 
I really enjoyed his album, actually. I thought it was really good. Yeah, that's those are very good words for album of the year. I really enjoyed his album and very good. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Very good. Yeah. How does that... Uh, man. Was it better than... Like, what should have won, I guess? Apparently, ABBA. ABBA was nominated for a shit ton of stuff. What do you think should have won? Um, what were you rooting for? I don't know. I didn't listen to enough of them. I was probably rooting for Kendrick to finally get his album of the year. He's never had one. No. He lost... Damn lost to 21 Karat Magic from Bruno Mars. This lost to Harry Styles. And to Pimp a Butterfly lost to 1989 from Taylor Swift. Didn't he lose to... Macklemore. Good no, kid that was Ma- Frank Ocean, I think. They probably both lost to the heist. Yeah. Anyway. That was, sorry, that, we should get that back to the <laughs> Yeah. Famously. Yeah. So Because Macklemore sent Kendrick an apology text after and was like, Hey man, you should have won. <laughs> Dude, that shit, that shit's Kendrick's so like, corny. damn right I should have. Yeah, it reminds me of dad on me. It reminds me of Jason mean? Tatum. It reminds me of Jason Tatum last year in the playoffs, texting Kobe Bryant, After being like, dead. "This one's for you, two four, and then and like lose. scoring twelve points and losing." <laughs> and so, so many people had photoshopped and were like, "You suck ass." <laughs> like Kobe responding from the grave, like I came back just to tell <laughs> you how much you me. suck. Don't text me anymore. <laughs> He's awesome. Jason Tatum or Kobe? Both. I like them both. Both. Yeah. Both great players. All right. Oscar winner, Kobe Bryant. That means we're getting into... Yeah, Kobe is an Oscar winner. What did he win for? Your basketball. He won Best Animated... He did win Best Animated Short. um, Best Animated Short called Dear Basketball. It's beautiful. He won that? Yeah, he he made that film and won it. The Oscar. Yeah, he's one of the producers of it. I know he... I think he just wrote the poem, which is still important in its own. So he paid for it. Yeah. Yeah, he's an Oscar winner. Huh. He anyway. Was. Yeah. Let's get into the movie. Was it's an a Oscar bad winner. Jesus Christ. Now that Earth has... I think Earth has the record for most Oscars. Because <laughs> when you die, yeah. God gets Probably the devil. Earth, Earth, Earth got an EGOT real quick. Yeah. In that plane crash. Yeah, for there. When all the famous people died. They got died. One with wind and fire. <laughs> Earth, wind, and fire. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um... Let's yeah. get into the movie. Oh no, Nicole Kidman is in a fire. <laughs> Someone get some wind and water. <laughs> and some earth. Make a band. Get an avid. Like, yeah, somebody make a band and play her out, Johnny. <laughs> like the old piano music in the like burlesque area. <laughs> or we Era. just or we just get Avatar the last airbender to put it out, but he uses all the wrong stuff. He's still learning. Yeah. So she's like on fine, like, use water and he just shoots her into the name fucking sky a, with a rock. Avatar the last airbender. Yeah. His name, Let's get Avatar, you know, the, like last Avatar the last airbender. <laughs> Imagine having to call him That's that every time. <laughs> the series the series every episode would have been forty minutes instead of thirty. When the world needed him most, Avatar killed the Nicole last, Kidman. Avatar The Last Airbender <laughs> vanished. I like that. And it was Nicole Kidman. Yeah, She was Avatar The Last Airbender. She was stuck in the ice all these years. And now... And, and she's now she's just an turbulence actress. in the she's sky. What if that's what Aang did instead of shooting down planes with his airbending? Yeah. I th- that'd be really funny. He, ca- he did 9-11. <laughs> That'd be so funny, Brandon. Hang <laughs> did 9 11. 
<laughs> With his airbag. It's, it's supposed to be. It's so it's funny. That's like a camel. A, well, it's supposed to be a camel. It's yeah. a different universe from ours entirely, where like the rules are different. You can bend nature to your will, but like I like in this fantasy universe, there's still a nine <laughs> no eleven, no matter what, and there's still a guy that caused it. It wasn't there are these like there are an these pr- primal nations, but then there are just twin towers. Yeah, Al Qaeda had an airbender. <laughs> they just pulled the planes in. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's so funny. Um, I was telling Seth that I was watching Saturday Night Live last night, um, and I was watching, like... There are no towers in Bossing, say. <laughs> I was watching the first episode of the new season, because they lost, like, five members, so there's, like, seven newbies, and I was like, ooh, they're gonna need something big to kind of grasp people. This was back in October, so they had Miles Teller as the host and Kendrick as the music guest, but as I was watching this saturday night live there was a ronald mcdonald and all of his friends skit oh hell yeah where they're all actually yeah but grimace decided to go clean and got fucking jacked hell yeah and then they all end up being gay i think they're all gay for each Mm, other that's always it's always where the bits go (laughs) yeah and then the other one was um what if it was like a regular thing but everyone was gay the whole time (laughs) write that down and then the other one was Nicole Kidman in AMC. Yeah. But then as every everyone, she's like talking in it and she's sitting watching it and everybody's like looking around at her. And then they see her on the screen as she's sitting in the seats too. And they all stand up and salute her. And Keenan Dunn's like, what the hell? So he gets up, salutes. And once they all do, she turns into like fucking Storm from X-Men, starts floating and controlling the weather and shit. He was like... These are literally two things from our podcast on this SNL thing. You don't think they listen to our podcast? Do oh, you? they most definitely. There's SNL- one guy that does. <laughs> Lauren, Lauren Michaels. Michael- Lauren Michaels definitely listens to our podcast. This is kind of like a wake up call for me because, like, we're only funny enough to write SNL skits. Like, I thought we were a little we better were up than our that. game. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were better than SNL, and now I feel <laughs> you thought we were better than like the most premier sought after improv comedy kind of thing. Yes, comedy shit. Yes. Yes. It's easier. The carpet doesn't move, buddy. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That's funny. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That, so. That's the shit we like in here. <laughs> what was that noise he made at his dog? <laughs> Put that on television. Put that on the fucking TV. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's the next episode Live of S. Live from New York. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's literally the next. <laughs> it's just the, in that voice though. That's so funny. Every time he introduces somebody, <laughs> I was just thinking it was like a whole sketch. It's just like nobody knows anything other than that noise, so they just walk around. Yeah, that would that would play, dude. You know who watches that shit? You, me, Mister One Forty Six IQ, and then I think you've probably got the highest of anybody that watches. It's probably a 46-point discrepancy between you and the next highest guy that (laughs) watches SNL. Anymore, yeah. Because I don't want to shit on you about it. I'm just not a fan. What movie are we watching? Uh, (laughs) This is is the Drop Dead Fred podcast. This is the Drop the Dead and the Fred. We got Michael Franti and Spearhead taking us in. Yes. Yeah. So that's how it starts. Hey, are you going again? I'll be back on It's super happy Los Seems Angeles like vibes. Complete with immigrants and a radio doing DJ. yard work. They're so happy. Yeah, it was. 
radio DJ saying that it's his favorite day of the year. So he'll be here with us all day celebrating. I was like, do we really have to have a narrator for this movie? He's not a narrator. No, kind well, of. He he's said he's going to be here all day. So this I is, thought he was going to be in it. It did more. seem like it. Yeah. Now this is closer to like an almost incidental slash coincidental Greek choir chorus or whatever that we talked about last week. <laughs> and not stew. And not stew, yeah. Because <laughs> this guy's check. part of the story. And his name's Romeo Midnight. I feel like That's I need to name. say that before yeah, we yeah, don't you mention do it. Yeah, I wrote it down. It was that important. That's good. That's cinema. But he like he'll put songs on or he'll say the perfect thing in between like characters talking to each other after a heartbreaking moment or a really heartfelt moment and it'll be like don't you just love it when you have a bunch of sadness in your heart just kidding here's the saddest song of all time and then it's <laughs> like yeah, say hey she, <laughs> she left me <laughs> like it's he, accidentally he say hey by he says he plays say hey died. by michael fronty bless you Bless you. I also have a note and that spear. that fire hot firefighter was hot. There's a hot firefighter. That dude, he was very handsome. I don't. He's getting a coffee. I, he I, said, I'll "Call take your me." Word for it, but I don't remember. This is the very beginning. What's happening? It's in like the montage. Hot firefighters yeah, of L.A. and it's on Valentine's Day, and he's this girl's like giving him a cup of coffee, and he's like, "Oh yeah." I don't remember. I don't remember that either. That's weird. Crazy. Well, I feel like I would remember that. Big thing. Ashton Kutcher you? is in bed with Jessica Alba, and he. It's a good question. He wakes her up holding an Just engagement ring. He proposes. They kiss. They hug. They're celebrating. She didn't say yes, but she's just happy that it's Valentine's Day. She also fell asleep with her phone in her hand. Yes, yeah, she did. Or her BlackBerry. Ah, um, the cast. Game. Him and George Lopez are the cast. Go ahead. Like the intro credits of the cast goes longer than the intro song it's insane the intro <laughs> song is over and they have to go to another introduction song just to get the rest of the cast out they do that's wild they sure do and him and george lopez are delivery drivers for a flower company that he owns um and it's their big day it's valentine's day and then you meet jamie fox he's a news anchor like sports journalist he's um, a classic valentine's day which is exactly but he doesn't get to do any like good sports reporting either he has to do all the valentine's day shit while the fucking weather girl clogs on screen she's tap dancing what the hell was that i don't (laughs) i was like she's just clogging with the weather it's such a misuse that jamie fox is one of the most dynamic and most charismatic actors in the world entertainers in the world and like the role you give him for this is like the grumpy (laughs) the guy who's a valentine's day grump you could do so much more. He literally won an Oscar five years ago for Ray. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, you give the most exciting guy the most boring role in the movie. Yeah, that's true. He can sing, act, dance, do whatever He's the better fuck in he stealth wants. Than this. Yeah. Better character. Yeah. Remember when he crashed into the wall and they slow-mo crumpled him? That Remember was when fucking he awesome. He was supposed to study the, the manual <laughs> of the plane. And he said, fuck that! And plays basketball, spins it on his finger. <laughs> <laughs> while he's listening yeah. to like hip hop <laughs> so yeah that, that was the better character than this one for sure <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was like I don't know they're probably about the same level of mundane but no the other guy sucked. That, book. that guy fucked for sure he, oh, he, he they went to Thailand he found himself an Asian wife immediately <laughs> <laughs> found himself a local girl and settled um, down like right away too mean to stealth <laughs> 
We might have been. I might have been as mean as I was to Dollman is how mean we all were to Stealth. Stealth was pretty bad. Stealth was, it was just boring. <laughs> the cardinal sin of movies. Um, But he's pissed because he's the number two guy, gets bad stories, hates Valentine's Day. And his boss, Kathy Bates, is not standing for it. It's like, Kathy Bates does not deserve also, this minor yeah. role he, of she Jamie Foxx's boss. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, because she came back towards the end of the movie, and I was like, oh my god, she's in this. She's one of the, she's amazing. <laughs> she makes, she has three yeah, appearances in it, all so for hard. 15 seconds. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> but Ashton, Ashton Kutcher buying flowers at this downtown flower shop, and Jamie Foxx is the person reporting the flower mart. And so he gets on screen, well, says, hey, come down to my flower fu- shop. I love because this Asian Valentine's guy that Day. Yeah. Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher knows, he's like Answers super trivia. excited to get on TV <laughs> yeah. and interview. And then Kutcher's like, oh man, good for you. And then as soon as it starts, Kutcher comes in, he's like, yeah, actually come down to my flower shop. This is really cool. Steals his interview. Yeah. That guy froze up on screen. I, that's like one of the only notes I took down was Jamie Foxx. And he's like, I can't understand what this guy's saying. And Ashton could have just come in to like help him out. He's like, we sell this many flowers. I, I'm also a florist. I'm just here to help him out. And he's like, oh, can we get a white guy in here to say some words instead of, I can't <laughs> understand go. all this. Fuck this Asian man. That was, that Give me a it, basketball. That was what it, that was what it felt like. <laughs> um, but so yeah, he promotes it. They're going to come down. And then you meet Patrick Dempsey. I also told Marina that I hate this kind of movie because you don't learn anybody's like actual names, so I put them yeah, all as their exactly. actors. There's too many. Patrick Dempsey's getting ready to go to work as a doctor, and Jennifer Garner's in bed not wanting to go to off to perform heart surgery on some kid. Like, well, you should probably let him... Maybe let him leave. Yeah. Yeah. She just, stay with me. Stay with me. I'll suck you off. He's like, well, I should probably. <laughs> I should probably. She did say you that. said suck. <laughs> that kid can wait another couple days for a heart. Um, and she's supposed to go to this. I hate Valentine's Day dinner, but she doesn't want to go. Um, she wants to stay with him. And Patrick Dempsey feels sad after seeing the news report of Ashton and Jamie Foxx for some reason. I don't know why he was all sad about it, but I don't remember that. But he was sad about it. Yeah. I don't know if he was sad. Maybe not. I think I he was know. just watching. Maybe. But he looked with a sad face. And now you meet Topher Grace. I love Topher Grace. Co-star from that 70s show with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, shit. It's true. Ashton Kutcher. Together. I thought it was no. Freddie Prince Jr. for a while. And then I was like, oh, that's not Freddie Prince Jr. That's Topher. <laughs> it's Topher. Also in Interstellar with Anne Hathaway. Yes, he is. Yeah. My, more minor role. In- well, it's a decent role, and Anne Hathaway is a bigger role, obviously, in that film. But yeah, but he probably had more screen time in Interstellar than this. Yes, yes. Who's sure. in Interstellar? Um, but who's Topher in Interstellar? Topher, some fucking guy. <laughs> I don't know. He like he like helps somebody steal a kid at some point. Bad Topher. I don't remember that. He's uh, he's one that he's Bryce Dallas Howard's yes uh, lover later on, and then they go back to steal her brother's kid because Jessica Chastain, Jessica Ch- whatever, same fine as hell. They go to steal her nephew from Timothy Chalamet. What? They go to steal her from the farm because they refuse to leave in this new era dust bowl, and she's mad at her brother, so she's going to save the kid. There was little Timothy Chalamet in that that Boys. child. That's not right. The, the, the little, son? The medium-sized boy. The son that grows up to be Casey Affleck? Yeah, that's Timothy Chalamet. Huh. 
Yeah, crazy. But yeah, a lot of connections here. And uh, <laughs> Topher Grace waking up next to Anne Hathaway, taking Polaroid photos of him while in like his button-up shirt. Yeah, of his flaccid penis. Yeah. I think she's got Polaroids of him now. His 11-inch flaccid penis. Topher Grace smacks. Topher, I hardly know her. And uh, her phone rings. And so she's got to get the hell out of there. She's like, I'm late. He shoots his laundry through a hoop. They make that very clear. That his <laughs> they whole do thing make is, that clear. He's like an Indiana boy, which is, they don't really know what they're doing with the character. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't know nothing I don't about know. hoops. Just up in the air. <laughs> well, she, she leaves in a hurry. Convince his neighbor that he wasn't gay, too. That's important. Yeah. But as she gets outside to take this phone call, she's a phone sex worker. She puts on all these accents and whatnot. Talking to clients on the street. It's like 1-800-SPANK-ME. Yeah, she is. Do you imagine if we called and we got Anne Hathaway? <sighs> Hang up. I wouldn't move. So get me a woman with less teeth. I've, I've always said she has like too many less? teeth in her mouth. That's what her look is. I was thinking you... It's I was not thinking that you were saying too big. It's that she has like a couple extra. Exactly, they're all packed in there. Nine to you be look specific. At it, she's got she's got some pretty crowded teeth going on. She's still very beautiful. <laughs> I, I think that's course, like, but... yeah. Well, it's funny because I think besides you, that's probably the subconscious appeal of Anne Hathaway to every other man and woman on the planet. All the teeth. She has so many teeth. I know. <laughs> yeah, but if you think about it, you're like, oh, that is a lot of teeth. But in the back of your head, you're like, something about her is just different, and I love it. <laughs> but when you realize what it is, you're suddenly like thrown off and put off by it. <laughs> huh? Teeth? Huh? I didn't huh. know that was teeth. my kink. Yeah. yeah. When you said you, she's a woman with too many teeth. I was like, do you like like old women that take their dentures out or something? I was like, that too. That too. A lot of men are searching for thigh gaps, and Luke's is looking for incisor gaps. Mouth gaps. Yeah, mouth gaps. That's better than what I said. (laughs) More crude. (laughs) Mouth gaps? Mouth gaps, yeah. (gasps) What's next? (sighs) She's a sex worker. A mouth gap implies you need to fill it. Can you explain (sighs) this gap in your mouth (laughs) on your resume? (laughs) Let me fit my dick. <laughs> that's, that's Harvey Weinstein's he just, interview. He just spit out I Cheetos. Not Cheetos or Cheeto popcorn, Brandon. <laughs> that's Harvey Weinstein's thing. Yeah, that was his interview process. <laughs> can, can you explain this gap in your mouth on this resume? I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> that's so bad. That's, so that's fucked funny. up. But fuck that guy. Yeah, that's we're satire. We're not agreeing with him. Yeah, exactly. Satire. I couldn't think of the word. Claimed it. Flat tire. Love lad. Aww. He took a... You can't call dibs on a an idea. Watch me. Like an abstract concept. Watch him. He's gonna fucking do it. Alright, well I get metaphysics then. <laughs> and Whoa. I can actually project. <laughs> Seth took away my metaphysics. <laughs> He's floating away. Someone hold him down. No, that's my real physics. He just took my no, soul. No, he just can't think now. <laughs> You're playing with it like Go a on. ball. Anyways, Taylor <laughs> Swift it makes an appearance. Yeah, is that where we are? Um, next, you get Hector Elizondo and Shirley MacLaine. They mm. wake up together, exchange gifts on Valentine's Day when they see on TV Jimmy <laughs> Fox doing more wacky holiday news stories. And their little grandson that they're taking care of is so fed up and heartbroken on this holiday. He's like 10. He's so sad. <laughs> I thought nerd. that he bought her 
I thought he bought his wife a box of cigarettes for a second. I didn't see what it was. <laughs> and she, nice. she's like, I thought we... I love she, it. I thought she saw a pack of cigarettes. I was like, I thought we said no presents this year. This was $8 at a gas station. <laughs> it was something nice. I don't remember. But yeah, he's sad as hell. And he's watching the Valentine's Day news. <laughs> Ripping up hearts. And just shit. I was like, what is yes, he going through at 10 years old? Channel 13 news. I used to watch the news. I had never understood it, but I used to want to pretend I was smart. Did you rip up Valentine's Day hearts too? Yeah, because I was also a little, <laughs> little sad little shit. <laughs> sad, hopeless, romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, then you get Jennifer Garner meeting Taylor Swift in an elevator, talking about this giant teddy bear that her boyfriend left behind for her, and she is the dumbest character of all time. I Dumber hated than her The million character. dollar duck lady? Yes. They might have been the same amount of dumb, but Million Dollar Duck Lady was like charming about it. It was like a charming dumb. She's like, she's so sweet. Whereas Taylor Swift, it was just like, she just didn't know what you were saying half the time. So she would just continue what she was saying. She did not a bad job acting, though, as the ditzy No, 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 no. I thought she's pretty good. I think Taylor Swift was great. Yeah, I just thought the writing of her was really bad. The character was the the worst character of all time. That was kind of the point. Like, you weren't supposed to. Love her, I guess. But why, why would you make a ensemble cast movie with people you're not supposed to like like that, that you're also rooting for? Patrick, I don't know. Yeah. Well, then you get introduced to two more characters, Bradley Cooper and Julia Roberts, on a flight together. She's in an army outfit sleeping on Bradley Cooper's shoulder. She's, we'll come back to that. She's Common from New Year's Eve. The same role. Remember Common? Oh, yeah, 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 kind yeah. Kind of the same yeah. role. Yeah. Well, Jennifer Garner comes to meet Ashton at the flower shop, so excited for him getting engaged, and he says she should go see Patrick Dempsey. Oh, uh, sorry, I forgot to mute that. And she does give him like she does give him like a kiss or something too. I was like, wait, what the fuck's going on here? Who kissed Patrick Dempsey? No, no, no. Jennifer Garner comes in and kisses Ashton Kutcher at the flower shop. Oh, they just do- like on the cheek, like a little thing. I was like, is she yeah. his sister or whatnot? No, that's what they're they do in the big friends. cities. Yeah, they here in in Montana, we don't really kiss each other on the cheek as friends. This is a big city, though. So yeah, uh, don't lick. There's there's <laughs> one point I think uh, Jennifer Garner's manning the counter, or someone else is manning the counter, and someone puts a baby up there, and she freaks out. She's like, "Don't put him up there." That lady. Like, you can't put the put baby, baby up here. on that counter. What yeah. the Why can't fuck? you? She said, fall. It's dangerous. <laughs> I've seen that a but trillion she's times. She's like, you should go see Patrick Dempsey, but you you get to see Patrick Dempsey as a fucking liar pulled up to a mansion as Porsche, fucking put a liar. wedding oh ring on, and visits his family and his wife. That rat bastard. He is a rat, a dirty He's rat. He's cheating. He's cheating. And now back on the plane, Julia Roberts has taken a long flight from active duty for one day back at home, but won't say why. He's always like, what What guy are you going to see back home? I hope he loves it for Valentine's Day, all that stuff. And there was one point he's he said something hitting to her. her. Yeah. A little bit. But he said something to her, and she, like, genuinely laughed. I think she broke character, but they, like, left it in this scene. Uh, yeah, I thought later on, I think. But she has an awesome laugh. Good laugh, Julia, I put. No, that wasn't the laugh. Good she laugh. She does the laugh later. But this is where she like does it like a big smirk and like looks to the side. And mm. I think she broke character, but they just left it in. But she's anyway, just so good. Um Jessica Alba shows up to that flower shop, not wearing her ring. <gasps> she wants to keep the engagement a secret for a while because 
There's so many questions, questions. Right. I think is most people's response to getting engaged. Kind of want to keep it to themselves. No. What? <laughs> no. What? Yeah. And so no. she wants to keep it a secret for a while. Ashley. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah, we could write. We could write. We could write for SNL. <laughs> um. And so, but he's asking Chris, like, you know what? I'm on board. Yeah, you've got so many questions. We'll do whatever now. And now you get Gramps, Hector Elizondo, teaching his grandson all about love and how he met his grandma, telling him this big, this big uh, story. And he also teaches him that Moore Park, the the crap room thing spelled backwards. He was like, hey, look at that sign. It's Moore Park. And he's like, what does that say backwards? And like, crap. I was like, that was so fucking lame. I. But the kid's too invested in this holiday and his stories. And he loves it. Kind of a bad actor. I said my middle schoolers would fucking eat this kid alive. No question. They would <laughs> they would call him gay and retarded and fucking beat his ass until he left Mission High. That's what their life is. I mean, that's he is an elementary school kid, so I think yeah, any middle grader. schooler would do all those things to any elementary school. Him. String him up. You think so? They're tough kids. They're, they're a different breed out in St. Ignatius. I don't, I'm afraid to say that I like related to this kid now, because I think I was the kid getting my shit rocked in fourth oh, no. grade by all the middle schoolers. Because that's something my grandpa would have said, reading a sign, being like, hey, check this out, and be like, <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah, He's like, but my grandpa would be like, you should say that to all your friends. You should tell them. <laughs> no, I haven't been called a lot of slurs already by them. <laughs> well, little boy... Goes into the flower shop to buy flowers for delivery to a girl from his class and told him to fucking map quest his school. I was like, this really dates it. He was like, where am I delivering this? He was like, oh, you can just map quest it. I was like, do you oh, remember yeah. when you used to print off map quest and follow oh, those yeah. directions? Did that on a trip to LA once. <laughs> you map quested <laughs> to print, LA? I printed a map quest to LA. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long drive <laughs> fucking and piece now, of paper to guide. And now on. the new car that marina drives that i bought her just has an 11 inch screen that has the whole fucking yeah google maps on it It refuses to not give you directions everywhere you're going <laughs> yeah like, you can't get lost and anymore. slams on the brakes for you at an insane oh, yeah. speed. you can't wander lucas if you ever there's no lust anymore in the new lust. cars yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lucas if you ever end up in the new suv of marina's if you're like not braking quick enough because it senses the traffic in front of you and behind you and it notices it screams it starts going and the marina turned off this function but it slams on the brakes like, oh! <laughs> she turned off this brake slam function yeah because she was on the highway and nothing was in front of her but i think it recognized something that came in front of the car briefly so it slammed on the brakes on her on the highway out of no reason yeah. like a drop that's of water of or something yeah that's what i said yeah too. that's what you said <laughs> i said they should sue but... and then give me the money because they don't need it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the map quest and everything. You learn that Topher Grace is a mail room worker. Forgot all about Valentine's Day. He's like, oh he's shit, a mail room worker. If you know what I mean, he's a male mail room room worker. Worker he works the room. Yeah, as a male. And uh, he forgot all about Valentine's Day. He's like, no. fuck. I need to get dinner plans and all that for Anne Hathaway. And yeah, because well, he's just a simple Indiana boy. Yeah, who doesn't understand that Valentine's Day. Uh, all he knows is hoops, baby. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you go Hoosiers, am I right? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's a big 80s and 70s Indiana State fan. No, he's a Hoosiers guy. No, I wanted him he to be. He has an IU poster. 
I know he does, but I wanted him to. I wanted to bring up the Larry 70s Bird, Indiana huh? State, Larry Bird. That seventies basketball team. <laughs> yeah. It's just such a p- poorly designed character of all of it. They spent three minutes designing him. He's from Indiana. Okay, send him off. He can go with the sex lady. <laughs> well, at this He's same Muncie building with the mail like room. Like not even Indianapolis. Nope. <laughs> at the same building of the mailroom, Anne Hathaway's at work is like a receptionist there. She's a new worker for Queen Latifah, Gary. who is like this sports agent representative or something. Sure. And she is impressing her when she hangs up on her own mother. But they're the representatives for uh, Sean Jackson, a.k.a. McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy, who is co-stars with McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey from Grey's Anatomy. Jinjo, get out of my backpack. Fuck. Isn't that so cool? It's so cool. Marina thought that was, she was like, I got you this present for your birthday, but she's like, it's kind of lame. I don't know if you'll like it. I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing. Why are there only seven planets? I don't know. (laughs) That's the one thing, but. Um, but yeah, so I put, Sean Jackson, yeah, he's this NFL quarterback. It's McSteamy, very relatable sort of Brett Favre character. Where he's like a billionaire yeah. hunk quarterback, and he's like, I don't know yeah. what to do. But he's old. He's thirty five at the end of his contract. They didn't win Which the is Super like Bowl. Literally ten years broke. younger than Brady. Fucking pussy. That was my note. Yeah, I think it's a quote <laughs> of mine. But it's like 35 year old quarterback. The, the oldest in the league. <laughs> it was like three of the top five quarterbacks today are like 40 plus. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I guess Breeze is gone, but like Rodgers and Brady are both 39 plus. Matt Ryan's yeah. old. Matt Ryan's old. Yeah, he's Philip Rivers five. is old as hell. Yeah. He's gone. Anyway, he calls he his died. publicist, Jessica Beale, to take over all these news headlines. Um, and she sees that no one has responded to her I hate Valentine's Day thing. The girls get together. And now she's sad. So no. her and Jennifer Garner are connected. I would show up to Jessica Biel's I Hate Valentine's Day party. Do you hate Valentine's Day? I love you... Jessica Biel. Oh. Yeah. So I'd show up. I think I'd she RCP. was better in this than she was in Stealth. Yes. But not Jamie Foxx. Correct. I'm a, I'm in agreement. Agreement with you. I'm in agreement with you. I, I Thank agree. you, sir. Me agree. <laughs> Me agree with you. Is that your hat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you, sir. May I have another? <sighs> we could so write for SNL. <laughs> <laughs> Once more with feeling. Well, uh, we have fled the Concords in the house. Because it's the find, Bob's Burgers girl. Now you find Emma Roberts. She's 18. She's about to have sex for the first time on Valentine's Day with her boyfriend. I couldn't. I didn't know where her boyfriend was from, but I recognized him from somewhere. And little cameo role for Kristen Schaal, the voice of Louise. Huh? That's what I was saying. Kristen Schaal? Yeah, Yeah, Flight of the Concords. Your audio cut out for me for a minute there. I did hear Flight of the Concords, but I didn't, I don't know how that relates to her, to be honest. She was a star of, was on that for a long time. Is that oh, a really? show? That's where she got her start. You don't know Flight of the Concords? I thought it was the I band was with Jermaine Clement. That is. It was the HBO show. For, it had like five seasons. That's where the band came from. Oh, I just thought it was a music group. Yeah, to be honest, I thought it was just those two guys that were the band. I didn't think no, that they had do a whole like, show. Yeah, every, every show they had the song showcase. That's where all their songs came from. Oh. It's such hmm, a good show. You learned something new. Might, Might have watched that Alice, then. Seth, actually. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that, yeah. 
And she was. And by alley, he means your butthole. It's right up your butthole. You explain this gap in your. <laughs> you explain this gap in your HBO butthole. HBO show resume? from like the nineties. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This gap in your crack. Yeah. Um, that does sound right in my alley because I love Flight of the Conchords. The manager character on that yes. is so funny. Murray Hewitt. Hmm. That was a. That Flight of oh, the yeah. You know who created Flight Gambino. of the Conchords was Taika. Taika Waititi? It's a Taika show, yeah. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Love Taika. Well, he's coming up later in Taika. season six. Stay tuned for that. Nice. Um, next, Emma Roberts. Yeah, 18, about to have sex, and you meet Taylor Lautner, Taylor Swift. He's her boyfriend, uh, and they aren't having sex. And she, <laughs> my note here is, she's a psycho classic clingy high school girlfriend in parentheses, cough, cough, Molly. <laughs> Brand you coughed there. Were you trying to say something? Uh, yeah. Molly. Oh. oh, my note is that was what is also Molly. Actually, <laughs> that was your note. This is so Molly. No. <laughs> my note is is that Swift is acting circles around Lautner. Just Taylor Lautner is not guess. a great actor. Yeah, he was really boring. But like. She was the whole time, she's like, oh my god, you don't even fucking care about me and this bear, and you don't want it back, and all that. And I was like, oh my god, this seems like the exact fights that I had in high school. It was rough. Yeah, you're like, I just... Hold on. I'm just saying one thing, don't read anything else into it. Fuck. How do you live like that? Don't believe what Jessica says. Wasn't me. (laughs) Because you were cheating. Jessica, what did you do? you. No, I wasn't cheating. Brandon was cheating. No wonder she was reading into everything. <laughs> she was right all along. Lucas is the one who broke up with his girlfriend and got to back together like six times. Yeah. Yeah, just just Lucas. Nobody else here in this yeah. podcast. <laughs> Devin. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> Could was... you imagine if right as I said that, he just popped on screen? <laughs> he came in for a brief second. <laughs> just he just popped on. No. He fight clubs himself. Off. He just pops on and goes, <laughs> and then pops back off. Oh, he fucking died. No, Brian, it was me. Oh. Well, after all that. He's gone. McSteamy, Sean Jackson, the quarterback, at lunch with Jessica Biel, Queen Latifah, and he got cut from his team. Doesn't know if he wants to continue with football. He might retire. So, big news coming up with them. We'll stay tuned. Yeah. We're back on the plane. That's, this whole thing is a we'll yeah. stay tuned movie. They're 15 <laughs> seconds at times, we'll, we'll 20 get, seconds we'll sometimes, and then we're on to the next yeah. one. Sometimes yeah. up to like three minutes. It's crazy. It was pretty crazy. But now we're back on the plane. Bless Julie you. Roberts and Bradley Cooper playing backgammon when they get big old lollipops. Class, classic airplane scene. The flight attendant wants to fuck him. The backgammon scene. Like. <laughs> classic f- flight backgammon scene. <laughs> you aren't watching a movie if you aren't seeing yeah. a flight backgammon scene. Every movie worth its salt and whatever movies are worth has a backgammon plane it's salt. scene. Yeah. But it's salt. She's They're con- worth their salt and salt. <laughs> she's convinced that the flight attendant wants to fuck him. <laughs> so they are, they're, she's kind of like playing with that idea and Robert, Julie Roberts is reading him like a fucking book, she says. It's like, I, I can tell everything about you right from here. But we'll get back to that. Then we got... As we do. We got... Yeah. It's like such little things, too. We got Garner's big-ass teaching next. Jennifer Garner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a, she's a teacher for the little... The, the, the little 
The little boy that gets beat up in your classroom. Every classroom. And, uh... There's one kid. The classroom, and this is something I've learned, cannot function (laughs) with all the aggression and everything unless it's packed onto one poor soul in the back, usually. Fucking Franklin, that kid was awesome. He was awesome. (laughs) He was awesome. That kid playing soccer was crazy. Yeah, not in my house. (laughs) Get the... Get the motherfucker out of my head! He's a beast. <laughs> he was awesome. But why well, is she teaching um, religious stuff? That's my about question. About St. Valentine and whatnot? Yeah, illegal. Maybe it's a private school. Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Sorry, that, I, that, it wasn't. That answer is too simple for the question I asked. <laughs> nope. I don't like it. <laughs> well, Moving on. Ashton's all sad <laughs> when Patrick Dempsey comes into his shop wanting to buy flowers for Julia Garner and his wife. And he knows Jen- he knows Jennifer Garner, so he's like, I don't know what to do. But it's like it's bro code. You don't you don't snitch. Yeah, and I love the hypocrisy in Ashton Kutcher's character, not his acting, but his just his character at this moment. And he's like, I need to buy flowers for two women. If you catch my drift, and he's like, Aha, the florist code. Everybody, every eh. florist knows. And then he realizes it's somebody he knows, and he's like, Wait, this is wrong. Uh, yeah, I- <laughs> like he's done this <laughs> yeah, many for times. Sure. Yeah. It's a code, apparently. So but now that it's somebody he's close to, he's like, what the fuck? He's pretty <laughs> judgy kidding? for his job. He's fucking, yeah. Being a florist. Exactly. Well, now you meet Emma Roberts' boyfriend, because they're about to have sex. He's doing everything they're wrong. About to have preparing sex. the loose for his virginity. He's like, in her house, in her bedroom, they're doing it on their lunch break or something. Yeah. Not rose petals, full fucking roses with the thorns on it on the ground. Yeah. He's doing push-ups. And naked guitaring, but then her mom comes in, and things get awkward. The whole time, I was like, just fucking leave the room, let him get changed, and then we're good. But she keeps, like, walking towards him. I was like, fuck it, leave! Put the guitar down! My note the whole time was, I don't want to watch a high schooler's sex scene, or a naked naked teenager with a guitar over him. (laughs) Why, Gary? Don't do this. Step, bro, what are you doing? Know your audience. I don't want to see it either. Yeah, that was the plot twist. They actually had sex with each other. <laughs> he did lose his virginity. The mom, yeah, the mom came in. She's like, "I gotta tell yeah. you something." Emma Roberts' character's name. I Whatever fucked your it is. mom. <laughs> Squirt. Never Although, mind. never mind. I was good. Never mind. If the you think her name was Squirt? Nope. I was. Never mind. She says Squirt. Never Squirt mind. Drops on my guitar. <laughs> <laughs> She's the reason. <laughs> That's gross, though. This here drops on my guitar. <laughs> but that would nope. be gross. That that would be, yeah. So that's why we aren't going to say it. The only thing that keeps me jerking off <laughs> and squirting far. I was just thinking, like, the whole time, if it was, like, her in his home and his dad walked in on her, this would have been a completely different scene. It would have been, like, creepy yeah. and not funny. He's walking towards her the whole time. <laughs> Crime. Leave the room, sir. Put your clothes on. Um, <laughs> apparently, he learned. Apparently, he learned how to play guitar for this movie. Did he really? Yeah, they only played like two yeah, chords. It couldn't really be that did. hard. Twenty minutes of work there. Yeah. Oh, for real. Um. So after all that, Anne Hathaway doing more phone sex stuff, and then Topher Grace working at her building comes up to deliver mail on her floor and asks her out to dinner. But Queen Latifah overheard the whole phone sex thing on her phone line in her office, and she kind of likes it. She was 
dig. Does he quote E.E. E. Cummings too? Yeah, he does. He does. I I even wrote it down if you need oh, it for later. I'll save it for for you, sir. Oh no, you can say I it. I don't have it now. I just thought it was funny, and I said that's kind of gay. If you if you steal a quote, you get your penis pecked off by penguins. <coughs> we agreed on that. We did, that was only for the good luck yeah. Chuck episode. Oh shit, there were no so we're penguins in, in this okay. movie. So Sean Jackson, you and what penguins? Got into a wreck on the road. Runs into George Lopez's yeah. flower chuck. But why did we need to show these two random people making out after they got into like a car wreck? You know, <laughs> I they pan over. He's like holding her in his arms, like making out. And they're like, huh? yeah. I in my in my head, I remember watching that scene and like he was getting up to help, and then she's like, no, 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 no and grabs him by the collar and gets him down to keep making out. Excuse me. And in my head, I was like, oh, it'd be really funny if I could think of a like really poignant thing to say about this, about how when you're stuck in love, you're blind into everything in the outside world and things can be literally crashing around you and you'd never understand because oh. you're so enthralled with one another. And I was like, that'd be so funny if I brought that up later because it's absolute bullshit. <laughs> <I think that's laughs> and this is Valentine's Day. <laughs> this is not. Well, George Lopez sort of says something up to that point, I think, but... We can keep going. But he's also like starstruck and wants to get an autograph yeah. and shit. That's the and only reason like, hey. I can think of those two guys we show making out. Yeah. He's and like, hey, you should get probably your just funny, though. door checked. You know, I hit it. It might not close. Like, hit your door. Yeah, I hit it. Like, you should get it checked out. And George Lopez is like, oh, it's fine. Slams the door. Starts to drive off. And like, the door opens. All the flowers fall out and whatnot. I swear to God, Marina laughed for like that was three straight minutes as all the flowers were breaking up. Like, literally like, <laughs> That funny. <laughs> is that funny? Oh, she laughed so much. I kept looking over. I was like, well, is this really that funny? She's like, I don't fucking know. This is so funny. Season On Valentine's Day, nonetheless. Someone's right outside the door. I heard it too. Okay. But, um, so, with all those broken, Ashton has to uh, take the truck and all the flowers. He hand delivers the flowers to Jennifer Garner to break the news. But he can't do that it. That she's being cheated on. And she's teaching all these third graders about non-isomeric... She's teaching all these third graders about non-isomeric atoms as well. She's like, this chlorine atom has 17, 17 electrons and yeah. neutrons. And it needs to be radioactively stable if it doesn't get any more. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's, I don't think I learned that until fifth grade, at least. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a clue what she's talking about now. <laughs> but it was crazy and he tries to break the news she they hear a fight break out and she says she is his buddy she's like oh i'm your buddy you know i'm always there to watch bad movies and go to dinner with you when you when morley doesn't want to i was like this seems like more than just friends but like, <laughs> you think and then she she kisses him on the lips good note brandon kisses him on the lips and then leaves i was like wait what the fuck what's going on yeah i don't know if that was I don't know if she was supposed to kiss him on the lips or if it like if it was a cheek kiss from a weird angle because you don't see it from a front angle. From no, there. like you see it from behind. I didn't Kutcher's think it was head. a romantic thing. In no, any case, even it though they like, were. It's just like when Seth it. and I kiss. Yeah, that's just a Joe. sexual I, thing. I think she was just really excited to be going to San Francisco and like in the moment, like trying to do a cheek kiss and just did almost a lip kiss out of sheer joy. Or she just remembered how good of a kisser he was from Dude Where's My Car. Oh yeah, she just licked him right in his right in his lips. Yeah. In the in his gap in his resume. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you learn Emma Roberts is uh, M Edison. That's the kid's fucking name too, the grandkid. That's it, yeah. Swirlium. Would he get would he get more bullied? 
Morb you think? bullied. Yeah. Morb bullied. Swirly, swirly him. Jesus. Well, his name's Edison. She's his nanny and whatnot. Um, He'd get his bike for- stolen, probably. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But um, And his head. Ashton Kutcher goes to deliver a gift to Jessica Alba, and she has all of her things his packed. Body. Not <laughs> ready for the commitment. Of course, stolen from his body. <laughs> yeah. George Lopez also goes fishing. While this is happening, yeah. he's, like, well, he's like on the bridge in between their house can, and the road. Like can you do that? Villa? I don't know. It's in in city There's fish in there. There can't be fish where he was fishing. This neighborhood villa. He's just practicing his casting he's society just of America. Koi pond left and right. There's like almost <laughs> certainly fish. not any fish in there, but maybe. But enough of yeah. a chance that you'd bring your fishing pole. You'd have it with you at all times in a flower van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good it's question. Just, well, he fishes like three times in this movie too. He does. Yeah, it's just because the way the script is written, every character has to have one like thing about him. So like, there's Indiana He's guy, the George guy. Lopez <laughs> fishes. You know, Cisco's a rat. Sean Jackson. We know what his thing is later. They all the have one quarterback thing. guy. Yeah. But yeah, so he goes to everything. She's not ready for commitment. And he, she leaves with his fucking dog, too. She takes his dog. Yeah, I was... I was like, you don't take someone else's dog. Like, that's bad. Yeah. You have to agree on that together, and I don't think they did. Yeah, you can't just be like, well, he likes me more. Sorry. <laughs> it's not how that works. But Fight. Ashton now trying to call Jennifer Garner to warn her after his heartbreak, but she won't answer, so he takes... Cousin Fl- George Lopez's cousin Flacco's lowrider to the airport to stop her. This he thing's does. hooked up with hydraulics, and he's at the airport, like screaming at this f- worker or whatnot. You see his butt crack like three times through his pants. Did you notice? You do. Yeah, his Ooh. whole ass. Ashton Kutcher, his whole wasn't, ass is hanging out. I did not see nope. that. Yeah, it was weird. But um, he gets there, tries to buy a ticket. This airport worker just bought Ashton Kutcher's ticket to any flight he wants. That's not how that works. It's not you how book that works. on a specific flight. Well, yeah. At, yeah. At the time, I was like, do you know how expensive plane tickets are? <laughs> Last minute plane tickets? What do you mean, this is on me for love? <laughs> do you make enough money to be able to like just buy dudes tickets like that? To any flight you he wants? just complaining about having to wear a I think... blue shirt, and now you're... <laughs> I think he just printed out like a fake ticket of sorts or something like that or maybe just like the cheapest ticket because he only needed to get to like the gates not to actually on any of the planes yeah i I don't think he bought him some sort of skeleton key ticket well that makes more sense yeah but he tries to stop her gets on her plane she wanted to believe in dempsey so she boards the plane she was like i'm going to san fran no matter what go Fuck yourself. So she flies to San Fran, and now up in the air, Julia Roberts <laughs> is in the bathroom. Bunch of turbulence going on while she's Eating changing ass. out of her army clothes. And uh, Edison, his crush. Yeah, that scene was five seconds long. Yeah, it was. Edison, his crush, you think is this um, little Indian girl. Hmm. Uh, she works at this restaurant where the I Hate Valentine's Day party is taking place. And he can't play soccer because he's so in love, but Franklin's fucking destroying it at goalie. 
and um, he's Don Franklin's house. They were doing this warm up. He's like, "You want to warm up with me?" Where he just headed the ball to her, and she just like passed it back to him. <laughs> yeah, it was a hands. weird warm up. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> at least reciprocate. You know, switch roles. Yeah. No, don't, neither. At least he was doing a heading thing, but neither of them were doing soccer shit. No, and it was only forty five seconds before the game started. Like, you yeah, want to warm up? She, with yeah, you want to warm up with me? They're both holding the ball with their hands. <laughs> It's fucking stupid. <laughs> well, um, Jamie Foxx hears about the Sean Jackson news that he's going to retire and goes to Jessica Biel to get the scoop and get an interview. And these two hate this holiday. So that means they're definitely going to fall in love, these two. They're um, both the Valentine's Day girls. And of course. They have a little moment together where she slips and falls into his arms while sitting on the couch. They share a moment, all that stuff. And now you get... This reporter interviewing high schoolers on campus, like on their high school campus, Very like, creepy. what do you think about Valentine's? I was like, these are children. Yeah, this is the the guy that was the cameraman for Jamie Foxx. Yeah, but like, don't that, go to a high school and do it. It is weird to go to a high school, but he had to because he had to make sure that that plot had somehow connected to the Taylor sure. Taylor plot. And Taylor Swift is the worst runner of all time. And that's, she, that's one of my notes. She's also a white woman named Felicia. <laughs> What was her name? Her Felicia. name was Felicia, white. and you learned that white people can 70, be named Felicia. Seventy-five. What a weird thing to be upset with. She, you learned that seventy-five minutes into the film too. I was like, it's now not that important. you can be upset by <laughs> not important, but um, yeah, her name should be Felicity if she's white. <laughs> but she's doing running and dancing name. and whatnot. She's and then she's like, oh Taylor Lautner, he's actually the real athlete. She's like, show him, honey. He does like this triple backflip roundhouse thing. I was like, holy shit! He well, didn't even have a stunt double there. He didn't. No, and. Marina was telling me that he's like a black belt in like certain things, like super he's a athletic. Black belt gymnast. <laughs> yeah. He's got a black belt in jumping. No, he does have like, in like Taekwondo or something, but he's like crazy athletic. Yeah. He, oh, so it's cool when he's a black belt, but it's not cool when I'm a green belt. Yeah, exactly. How is that fair? What are you a green belt in? Taekwondo. He's like the third belt. That's, but you still oh do, my, we've do went still, over this. Do you I'm still not tyke? doing this again. No. <laughs> I've been thinking about doing. Some kickboxing, that but that's sick. unrelated to the movie. You should, I think. I think so too. Lucas I, wanted to get into boxing too. I don't get I into boxing. I bought boxing gloves. I've got some in the closet. Right I here. just I need to do one last checkup and make sure my elbow and ankle are fine before Fair. I do that. And but your I would balls love to. and my and my balls. Yeah, <laughs> and to make sure I'm broken. All, all three of us and Devin exactly. should join a boxing league together and fight. My reach advantage is going to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. Yeah. But your power advantage, at least over me, will be phenomenal. When I'm in, if I get inside that reach and just start I'll going die. to the body, yeah, you're dead. Anyway. Um, so, also, Taylor Swift on this news report talking about how her and Taylor Lautner got together. The fucking spitwad story, that fucking rocked. She kept spitting spitwads into my hair, but one of them was like, call me or something. I was like, it was pretty romantic. It was stupid, but. Yeah. Um, I like it. My next note here was Emma Roberts is nannying for Edison, right? But why is she telling his grandparents about how she was going to lose her virginity today? It was a weird conversation. She was the babysitter. Yeah, she's the nanny. That's what I was saying. Yeah, that's not her grandparents. Edison's grandparents. Uh, yeah, I was yeah, shocked not to find out they were Why is she telling the people that hire her about how no. she was going to lose her virginity today? It was weird. I don't know. What other adults would you tell about that? I'm with you. It was weird. But I'm, I'm but, also thinking, like, what other adult would you be comfortable being like, hey, I'm going to have sex today? <laughs> I wouldn't tell my parents that. As she says it, Estelle kind of freaks out Shirley MacLaine at, 
um, Edgar story about how they fell in love, and she's definitely slept she's some, with someone else. Yeah. You figure out. Whoa. It was his work partner. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, that's fucked. And uh, Edison looks down. He finds an. He realizes he didn't get any flowers. And he bikes away. Emma Roberts chases after him, and now Julia Roberts good back laugh, on the Julia. plane, telling Bradley Cooper how much the flight attendant likes him. She's such a good actress. This is where she does that fucking laugh of hers. I was like, she is good killing laugh. it in these scenes, time and time again. But um, Jennifer Garner, she gets to San Fran, pulls up to the hospital that Patrick Dempsey was supposed to be at. He's like, hey, is he here working? And they're like, nah. She's like, has he been here at all? And they're like, no. And she's like, tell me one thing. Is he married? And they're like, so the one girl was like, I don't fucking know. And the other girl's like, yeah, he's definitely married, honey. No, they both knew, but she looked back to be like, shall we tell her? Yeah. And then there's a a press conference. But then she called. Well, right before that, she calls Jessica Biel and she's like, hey, I'm still in LA. I'll make your party. I was like, she's not in LA. She's in San Fran. Yeah, this this whole part was confusing because the old lady's like, uh, she goes, whispers but she was like, words. She was like, hey, they're going to be at this restaurant yeah, in L.A. Bistro Garden, early seating or something. Yeah, in L.A. Well, she didn't say L.A. because I, I don't or know. Or no, it was, so he's going to be at Bistro Garden, which means. Early seating. Which means it's in San Fran. Because why would she know the L.A. restaurant that he's going to be at? Yeah, maybe I was well, in L.A. It's like a hotel. <laughs> It's a hotel restaurant. But she's in San Fran regardless. She she's there. in San Fran. I don't know how she got back to LA so fast, but she does get back to LA very <laughs> Immediately. quickly. Immediately. So her round trip ticket must have been for like a 45 minutes back. day that she was visiting for. She was going to go <laughs> to the she, hospital, suck him off, she and then ran, leave. Yeah. <laughs> and then runs <sighs> back to LA. And then there's a press conference on a roof under a tent. Pick a pick a better location. Yeah, that was weird. It was roof- so stupid. <laughs> rooftop tent press conference. So I feel bad because this scene is like the funniest scene in the movie to it's me. It's very funny. For a couple reasons. Because they are doing a press conference on a roof. <laughs> I don't know if that's for the skyline viewing for the ESPN broadcast or just because they had everything else was booked. So they had to go on a roof. But they had a bunch of chairs up there, so it's not like it was a last minute <laughs> don't, thing. Don't worry, we got this under roof a tent. We can use. They didn't want to have it like with the skyline, <laughs> apparently, though, because they had the tent over it. Because he's in a oh, too sunny up there. Yeah, that's a technology tent. Anyway, I put those at, up all the time. This, at this press conference, oh he announces, God. "You're ready for him to say he's retiring. He's fucking gay he's and gay. not retiring." I laughed so hard. So <laughs> it's good, hard. It's the twist of this movie. Yeah, because it's like, but brave thing to do especially the time 2010 like and in football specifically that is a hard thing to be a gay man in. sure like yeah nice you're so hard all the time <laughs> yeah but like, it's a you, hard sport it's just so funny because he's calling this whole press conference like i know what i want to do with my career and they're like sir are you going to retire i'm gay <laughs> yeah and he's like wait, okay, wait are, are you, you going retiring? yeah <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't care about they, that. They're like they're super like very welcoming of the yeah. idea. They're like, oh, yeah, that's totally fine. That's cool. We knew that. Are all you retiring? But are you going to play? Next Who are season? you? Are you signing with the Colts this year? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's such a funny. It's almost like a sketch idea. Yeah. This feels like SNL, it, just like a football player coming out to talk about his career, and he's just like, yeah. I'm gay. They're like, all right, yeah, <laughs> and weird. yeah, weird. Well, now it's a real confusing part because is Jennifer Garner in L.A. or San Fran? Because she got. No, it's definitely L.A. because but na- the kid's parent works there, and they go to school in L.A. Yeah, but how does she get back so fast? Don't Love. worry about it. I told you. 
She sprinted. <laughs> she got back so fast because of love. And sprinting. Love. Did you she, see how did you see how easily and free Ashley Kutcher <laughs> got through the gates? That's true. At his airport. Yeah. She did that same thing at the San Shoeless. One. She gave a little rant to the guy that hated his job and he was sure. like, I do have a yeah. heart of gold secretly. You, you just had to go have nine hundred and sixty eight dollars. Because you love. <laughs> I also do have nine hundred and sixty dollars at my expense to give you a ticket anywhere you want. Last minute. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the other TSA guy said. <laughs> Did you want first class too? Great. Because I do have, you know, I was going to buy two tickets. But, but I do have 4500 at expense for me. Anyway, she's she's now at the restaurant at LA serving yeah. Patrick Dempsey and his wife. It's kind of a and, big reveal. Uh, basically, big reveal. Makes a show of it and everything. And then you find that Anne Hathaway and Topher Grace are at dinner together in the tightest restaurant I've ever seen. <laughs> These tables are so close together. This is one of those, I think, L.A., or New York has got them too, big cities, the experience restaurants yeah. where you're sitting. You don't even pick a menu. a line across from each other. Guy tells you the three or four things they have. Like the, the rooms you go in, it's a completely pitch black cool. thing. Mm -hmm. The waiters have night vision goggles. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those Whoa. things. That's crazy. I would go there. They're all sitting. For, it's all couples sitting across from each other at a big, long yeah. table. It's It's tight couples around them one's fighting one's making out jam-packed restaurant when she has to leave to take her sex call um and al jessica alba's also checking into that same hotel with the restaurant with the fucking dog but like that's the last the dog's name's carmine Car yeah that that's the last that's, you see of her that's her adopted kid's name yeah that's the last you see of her is just checking into the hotel like yeah, that's it you see her one more time but it doesn't matter it does matter her storyline doesn't matter at all. This doesn't no, matter. No, but the, the small appearance she has later on is, like, kind of important. Nah. But <coughs> Jessica, or not Jessica, Julia Robertson and Bradley Cooper get off the plane. Bradley Cooper even gives Robert, like, his car that he has hired beforehand and driver to spend as much time with her man as possible. And so he's just going to take a cab to get wherever he needs to go. Yeah. And, um... That little Indian schoolgirl super sad at the restaurant because she didn't get a Valentine that day. And it's like, oh, little Edison's got to step up here. He's got to make his move. Where's his Riz, as my kids would say. <laughs> they, Their kids would definitely say, get that Riz on. Stroke that thing, cuzzo. What, what did you say just say? Stroke that thing, cuzzo. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Kids are wild. Kids these days are crazy. Anyway, um... After that, Topher Grace goes outside from the restaurant because it's been a while. Here's Anne Hathaway on the phone. They're both kind of overwhelmed about her being a sex worker. Opens up, but leaves. They're like, okay, nothing's going to happen here. Um, and so he's like sitting at this cemetery at this park where they show this movie. And sad Edgar, Hector Elizondo, shows up. And they go to this movie thing together. Yeah, how is this an event? You can just watch the movies on the graves movie of night? Hollywood. <laughs> weird. Yeah. They remove the tombstones of everybody so you weird. can sit on their dead bodies. But Ashton's gonna deliver the amazing flower that he got like in this box from that Asian dude at the beginning for Edison to the girl he loves. And Jennifer Garner ends up showing up to Jessica Beale's party too in that restaurant, beats a pinata up, and this party's popping now. This Jamie is the Fox best scene even the shows movie. up, they're singing, all that shit. That's filmmaking. And Eva Roberts, who's been chasing Edison down, sees him in the flower van, so is chasing him down. Like, don't get into vans with strangers and shit. Mm -hmm. And um, 
back at the cemetery, Estelle shows up. This is Shirley MacLaine um, in the craziest like outfit. And her and Edgar forgive each other and embrace in front of everyone watching the movie, make out in front of everyone. Just a heartwarming cemetery make out. I've had several. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you haven't, you're not really living, but... It's a coming-of-age moment for a man. Back at the restaurant, Edison's got his flower, he sees the little Indian girl, and then goes and gives it to fucking Jennifer Garner! Oh. Twist, not Ranny! Burr, 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 burr. I mean, not really a twist, you kind of see it coming, the whole movie. E.E. coming. Face. Exactly. No, that's poetry in motion. But she she tells him all about how... <laughs> she tells him all about how Ronnie likes him, and how he should... Give it to somebody his own age and oh, something that he that. can explore. And so he does. They're very happy together. And Jamie Foxx, after singing, when uh, awkwardly leaves this party. And now we get a choreographed Hindi dance number. Is this That was kind of odd. I mean, it didn't last forever. Oh. No, but we know the, the rule of a good, the bad, this and good, movies actually, film is a choreographed dance number always. And I have a, I have a quote here from this, too. That was good. It reminded me of the the Diwali episode of The Office where Carol's up there dancing too and doing that exact move. It's the rules. It's, it is the rules. You have to. Them's the breaks. Um. Now Emma Roberts, her boyfriend Alex, making out. She does that leg rub thing with her foot to some Taylor Swift. The fairy tale. Today was a fairy tale. And uh, Taylor and Taylor are making out too. Queen Latifah's getting a call for phone sex and she's into it. Everybody's fulfilling their best lives on Valentine's Day. And you get a montage of just couples enjoying each other's company. <laughs> but Ashton Kutcher is sad. He's got nobody to come to him. He's on this bridge. And then... <laughs> he's about to jump. <laughs> he's about to fish. <laughs> he's seconds away from killing himself. Before... So it's, a, it's a pretty mild bridge. Yeah, but he's going to jump head first. Before so no we matter how high Sean it is, he's Jackson. jumping into a rock. Yeah. Before we cut to John Jackson, Sean Jackson asleep. John Jackson. Waiting when Cooper, Bradley Cooper comes in to visit him. Whoa. Bradley Cooper this whole time has been coming to visit his Bradley Cooper this whole time gay lover. Telling him to retire. Start a family with Oh, me. shit. He's actually his other agent. I'll have your baby. That, yeah. <laughs> but so there's a, there's a twist. And um, that was pretty cute. Anne Hathaway's crying. Topher comes up to her and gives her a Polaroid scrapbook art of Everything she's taking pictures, they make up as she declines a phone call to have sex with her boyfriend. About this, she was still kind oh, of in the wrong. Shit, because the whole, whole deal was like, I don't know. He was like, I don't really care that you're a phone sex worker, but like you left me in the middle of our Valentine's Day date to go like do another job, and he, and then she was like, yes, That's you got to deal with it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. You, you you did something wrong. Here's a present for you, anyway. Yeah, I, I think he, I, I think she handled that poorly and like left in the middle of it, in the middle of a Valentine's Day day to do that is really fucked up. But he didn't leave for that reason. He, he wasn't, was he was shook. mad about that at first. And then he was mad that it was like, no, it was, he's like, this is too shook much. Once, part two. He's like, I don't know if you guys have it as a quote or not, but he's like, this is too much for me. I'm just from, yeah, he says, exactly. I'm just from, from Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> I can't handle all this. It wasn't, the, it wasn't her leaving in the <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Hoosier day. at heart, baby. I yeah. can't. You're a phone sex worker? I can't, I, Indiana doesn't have anything like that. Yeah. If he was mad about something else, it would have made more sense. But he's mad about Indiana. Oh, he's mad about her not being from Indiana. Uh, Jennifer Garner goes to Ashton Kutcher here. And she says she wants him. She realized all the bad that Patrick Dempsey's done. That he, they deserve to be together. They kiss 
and it's bad. The kiss was bad. Pretty yeah, awkward. but and, they'll keep trying. And the dialogue after was worse. Was bad. Yeah. But they're gonna keep trying. They got over their and, relationships uh, pretty quickly. You don't need to lick my hands, Caesar. Go lay down. Lick his hands. Yeah. So they got over their relationships really quickly. That was <laughs> that was a note of mine, especially Ashton, who had been engaged. engaged for five plus years or something, where she had just like been seeing this dude and found out he was a married guy. And she's like, "That's fucked up." And then like you'd naturally kind of want to rebound after something like that. Whereas being in like, engaged in post a relationship of five years, you'd be like, "Yeah, man, this is a bummer this hurts. to do." I didn't see this coming. <laughs> the other big kiss is Jamie Fox and. Jessica Beale are kissing in the green screen room. They Ooh, got together. Let's go. And then third, fifth twist, something like that. There's so many twists. Julia Roberts comes in. Captain K Hazeltine. Yep, comes in to visit who she's coming. It's little Edison, her son. That's why he's been with his grandparents. I cried. You did? Yeah. Gonna spend Valentine's Day with. There's a weird holiday to come home to spend with, but she probably takes whatever she can get. Man. That that is true. She's a hero. Sensitive. I thought they kind of implied that the mom was dead the whole time, so you don't see it coming. It was a good twist. Yeah. Little twist. But um after she visits her son Edison, Romeo Romeo Midnight movie should have ended there. (laughs) Probably should have. Romeo Midnight Radio DJ ends narrating the movie as Garner and Kutcher make out some more. Yeah. Let's fuck. <laughs> the fuck. 105.9 Sex FM. The, the fuck. fuck. And they end with some funny outtakes, the pretty woman reference in these so outtakes. Funny. He's having such problems <laughs> with the seatbelt. I was just about to say, basically, Ashton Kutcher just struggling with a seatbelt. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher seems like the kind of guy that would do that on purpose, thinking it'd be funny. And everyone outtakes. else is like, can you... Can you stop doing that yeah. so we can like maybe record the fucking movie? Like, George Lopez looked pretty frustrated. Well, yeah. Rita laughed a lot. <laughs> so, so that he did some good. Then. Yeah. He's a hero. He's a hero. He I don't know what that means. It's a quote from Garfield when the almost John Lasagna sounding cat character, neighbor cat, with the Doberman Pinscher, after he saves Otis, Odie the dog, and brings him back, he goes, well, Garf- Look, it's Garfield. He's a hero. And I've so ever hear me say that, that again. <laughs> and I don't even. I like just like Diet why Coke. he says these things. The thing is, I'm not even. I don't even like Diet Coke. <laughs> so that is the end of Valentine's Day. Ooh. We're already running long enough, so let's. Yeah, let's power through. Are we pausing again? Well, my name is Julia, and I'm going to be your server tonight. Why don't I get started with a few specials? Yes, please. Tonight, the chef is featuring a dish that he likes to call the lying, stinking pig. You're, you're, you're kidding. How is that cooked? He starts by cutting off the pig's testicles, and he chops them up really finely. And then he takes those testicles, and he, he pulverizes them and adds in a little arugula, some sage, um, feta cheese, and shoves the mixture back up the pig's ass. Really? Yeah. Then he cuts out the heart, the cold, useless, tiny little heart, and uh, fillets it on either side, and it's a nice amuse-bouche. Love the salmon. Good choice. For you, sir? I, 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 I don't know. Oh, ah. just so you know, the um, heart of the pig, a little something like this. 
Did we get a toy? Yes, we are pausing again. Okay, thank you. Um, quotes, how many do we have? I think I have 16. Bad. Oh, shit. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! I think I have 12. I have 16. Goodness gracious, so we've each got eight, six, eight, and eight. Lucas, just start us off. Do Um, What am I doing, six? Yeah. Okay. Someone, I don't even remember who, says I would crawl over over cut glass to take you to winter formal. That's a romantic, I thought. That was Harry Copeland. That was, um, that was fucking Patrick Dempsey. Harry Copeland, I said it already. Is that his full name? Doctor. Yeah. That's why I said it. I, I did the rest of this. Shit. I would crawl over cut glass to take you to winter formal, and then I would prescribe you Retin-A for your skin. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the... You're the one that crawled over the glass. Why would you prescribe her acne <laughs> medication? I was like, what the fuck is this? Because she was talking about how in, when yeah. she was single back in middle she school, had, she had a bunch of acne and nobody had asked her to winter formal. And he was saying, I would take you to winter formal and it also help your acne. What a gentleman. Oh, okay. I thought... Yeah. I, I what missed, a gentleman. I yeah. the also, ac- you look pretty fucked up. Can I help? <laughs> I, I missed the acne thing. So, I was like, he's going to crawl over glass and then prescribe her acne medic? I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Okay. Um, also, about said doctor, his wife said, doesn't daddy juggle well when he comes home and starts juggling these things? I'm like, that's a little on the nose. An- yeah, that was that's one of another mine. one of mine, too. Yeah. too For down. that exact reason. <laughs> exactly. Um, Marina looked at me. She's like, oh. I was like, yeah. Topher Grace, he's confused about the date of Valentine's Day, and he said, isn't that always um, on a Thursday? And they go, that's Thanksgiving, who's your head? And I was just like, what is this character trait? Yeah. <laughs> he's the Indiana guy, duh. It's a classic yeah. uh, typecast. Yeah. I was going to cast the Indiana <laughs> <Almost>. guy. <laughs> when, I can get, when can I get cast the Michigan guy? Jesus. It, it would be Topher, though, of all actors I could think of. <laughs> um. This is for Sean Jackson. When he's talking, I think, to the reporter, he goes, come on, like, we got to the playoffs. I was all league. Like, this is like a real quarterback thing to say. He was all league. <laughs> I was all league. all league. A all non-sports pro, fan could the script. Yeah. Or they couldn't afford to say anything else. Exactly. This one is from, I'll let you actually, it's, the quote is, to some people, love doesn't exist unless you acknowledge it in front of other people. I said, thank you, George Lopez, for that wise quote. And then my last one for now is also from George Lopez. And when he's trying to say inkling, he just goes, an inkling? He had (laughs) to. I never had an inkling before. Every single word. (laughs) Yeah, that's me. Crazy. So I had 17, so I beat you by one. So you get to go first. Ah, okay. I'm doing eight then? Yeah. Uh, very beginning of the movie, Ashton Kutcher, when he's proposing, advice from his dad, if you've ever, if you're ever with a girl that's too good for you, marry her. Mm. I'm kind of all over the place with my quotes. Some of them are like evil and some of them are like, I like this. (laughs) Are you going to take it to heart? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That one? Yeah, Yeah, probably. You've had had enough time with me on these episodes and met me in person a couple times, apparently, which I don't remember. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, you know I'm kind of insane. So, if there's any ever anybody that's, like, okay with how insane I am and is obviously too good for me, yeah, I'd probably propose, like, the next day. Yeah, I think that's good for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I... Yeah. Please take I this... Hope ex- you, I hope you find someone. I just want you to take I this extremely literally and not as a, not as a joke. Yeah. 
what is this one? This is also George Lopez. Always preparing for the worst, you know, immigrant mentality. <laughs> <laughs> the immigrant. Yeah. That, thank you for bringing that up. Thank, thanks That's why that. I'm going to propose immediately. Um, for a green card? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to... I'm gonna steal some woman away from a different country. <laughs> Sorry, it's late. It's like this is the most embarrassed I've been in a while. I don't feel embarrassment a lot. Um, I think this one's from Jamie Foxx. He said, "Well, if he said it, folks, it must be true because he is a florist." Uh, this could is be more true from the scene where she's like, "Get the baby off the yeah. counter! It's dangerous up here." Uh, she grabs the baby off the counter. She turns around and gives her to some nuns. And she says, "You should know we're Jewish." <laughs> and, and then the, the nuns go, "God loves all children." Yeah, I feel like we love everybody equally. But she's like, "Just so you know, don't try it." What are you warning her about? It's just a baby. My last think... name is Weinstein. <laughs> Drop the baby. No, uh, doesn't Daddy juggle well? We already did that. He's from Indiana. They only celebrate Love Your Cousin's Day. Kentucky. Yeah. That's sure another so. Indiana thing. And that's Kentucky. That's the rest of the quote. Uh, am I on six now, I think? Yeah. And at age 35, he's one of the oldest quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yeah. Did, kind of talked about that one earlier. What an ancient dinosaur. Um, this one, they're talking about them moving on from Sean Jackson. And like, the team's chasing after that kid from Alabama. It's like, really? Plays with historically not great that's NFL funny. quarterbacks? Yeah. That the Sean Jackson defense, one before though. that too reminded me of that tweet where it's like he's a marvel, the oldest human to ever play football. He's thirty-two <laughs> in his prime. <laughs> he's dying. Well, although Bryce Young from Alabama is projected as a top four pick this next year, so oh man, that's crazy. Tua, Jalen Hurts, Jill Jalen Hurts was drafted from Oklahoma. Technically, oh, he's right. No, he was drafted from Alabama, transferred to Oklahoma. I thought he, yeah. He, tra- he transferred and to Oklahoma. Got yeah. He probably wouldn't have been drafted. Yeah. Wouldn't have been drafted if he didn't transfer and play his fucking ass off. Oh, I see what you're saying. Tua's probably going to die before he ever wins a Super Bowl. And that's Tua Alabama's fault. getting concussion know, after concussion. But, but before it was AJ McCarron. Greg McElroy. Fucking Mac Jones is doing the best. Yeah, whoever that is. Exactly. Like you can name one or two guys that might have promising careers, but you can name ninety that absolutely did not. <laughs> but if you do the defense or running backs from Alabama, you're set. That's all we're talking about. I know. All right, moving on. I think that uh, was eight. I think this is eight. I think oh. that was seven. Uh, but it's the it's the E.E. E. Yes. Cummings poetry in motion. There's a hell of a nice universe next door. Let's go. Oh. But it was also Topher had said his character said this might be paraphrased a bit. So I have no idea if that's actually a line from. <laughs> I thought it was going to be poetry. that he had me at the font quote. I don't remember. It's supposed that. to be probably a play on he had me at hello, but probably one could guess. All right, one could ascertain. My first eight. Um, this is the flower lady talking to Ashton. At the, the flower place. Why are you pot? The flower lady talking, the Asian lady. Just to see if I could. She goes, why are you happy? And Ashton goes, why not be happy? And she goes, arigato. I was like, what the fuck is that? Um, this is Jamie Foxx doing his news report at the flower place. And he's like, Mr. Pham, how many red roses do you sell on Valentine's Day? And Mr. Pham just goes, the Captain and Tennille were married on Valentine's Day. Captain like, and Tennille? Who are those people? Oscar love. The Captain and Tennille. 
Um, I would crawl over cut glass. Yep. Here's a here's one from Ashton Kutcher's flower shop. He comes back from the flower mart downtown, and he comes into his shop, and there's a lady just screaming as a kid is standing on the counter, stomping on. Whose child is this? They had a lot of problems with children there. Nobody responds. Yeah. Yeah. They really did. She wasn't even a main character, but she still had the hates Have children. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of her Sims traits. traits. Yeah, that was her thing. Um, one, yeah. two, three. Her dream to hate children so uh, much. You, you, you know we're Jewish. Daddy doesn't juggle well. Um, this is this is the exact scene you said. We're teaching religion in the class. Julia Jennifer Garner goes. Now kids will learn a little history about Valentine's Day. And <laughs> Franklin just goes. Valentine's Day was a massacre in Chicago where they shot everybody and put a curse on the Chicago Cubs. And I was like, damn. He's right. He's so right. It's true, Dan. Um. The, in the airport, when Ashton Kutcher goes to, like, chase Jennifer Garner down to warn her, there's, like, this, like, special needs <laughs> <Jennifer> girl. Warner. <laughs> did I say that? No, I said that. Oh, okay. I was like, did I really you say that? You just heard him. Um, there's, like, this special needs girl in the airport, and she just goes, that man uh, forgot his shoes! Mr. Forgot yeah. his shoes! And TSA just goes, we got a code Foxtrot, everybody. Yeah. Is that how she said it, Brandon? No. I don't know. The man forgot his shows. <laughs> do the like. voice, Brandon. Good voice, Brandon. If you wrote it down, do the voice. Uh, no. Um, um, I don't know what the fuck this was. You tried to tell me my neighbor Eddie was gay, and somebody goes, Eddie is gay. And they, No, he's got a wife and two kids. Well, he's got a cat named Babs. I don't yeah. remember what that was. I don't know I how that makes you. I have a I have a cat named Pam. Better than Babs. Yeah. And my last one for right now is going to be... No, that was Ashton. Maybe you should try yeah. tofu. It'll balance out the mood. And then, But I don't want a mustache. Yeah, because I, I think the... Is tofu linked to mustaches? No, I think the joke was that she understood him saying balancing the mood as balancing the hormones, and she was like, I don't want to have too many of the opposite hormones and grow a mustache. Mm, I, I think was just that like, was the joke. is soy linked to mustaches? I tried to do research on it. I couldn't find anything. It's a stretch, yeah. No, 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 because soy is like a... Like soy boys. That's a modern thing. That's for... Yeah. That's Man boobs. Pussy boys. All right, Lucas finishes off. Um, our teenage couple, one of them said, he's going to Stanford, I'm going to Yale. And I was like, oh, okay, so I hate them now. It's like, fuck these kids. <laughs> yeah. Why am I cheering for them? They're fucking fine. Um, yeah, they're going to be just fine. This is, I think, the old guy is talking to Topher Grace, and he says, you broke up on Valentine's Day? There's got to be a story there. And he goes, well, yeah, not a good one. And I'm like, no kidding. <laughs> His whole story was the <laughs> Indiana guy got was afraid of the phone sex lady. That is not a good love story. Yeah. But <laughs> You're right. This one I don't know. Someone was asking uh Jamie Foxx and Jessica Beale. He said, You guys know each other? And I said, Yeah, they fought an AI plane together. <laughs> Self quote. Yeah, it's good. Uh, th- this wow. was just a, a subtitle. And it said, Anju Ramapriam's sign, seal, deliver, I'm yours is playing. <laughs> I was like, that's not the original artist, I don't think, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so, not Stevie Wonder. Anju yeah. Ramapriam. 
And then I think it's my last one. It's from Jamie Foxx. Like when he's being really respectful at his press conference, he's like, you know, he came out as gay and then he says, will there be more house music in the locker room? Who knows? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. That's right. <laughs> that was, How will things change? That's right. And it was, he's also like, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I can say at least for me personally, I stand yeah, behind you. Of course. Metaphorically. at least. <laughs> yeah. That's and the other guy's joke. like, come on, <laughs> please don't make that. I it's, it is They're kind of a good, good jokes, joke. but it's, oh, I'm still laughing about the toe for grace being afraid of a sex. That was a whole plot of sex work. That was one of the storylines. He's like, we need this. Yeah. In there. Yeah. <laughs> we need <laughs> this to, Indiana boy doesn't understand the entire sex. state of Indiana up in arms. We're like, <laughs> we know what things are. <laughs> We've all been to New York. We're like <laughs> two hours away. Also, also go Hoosiers. <laughs> importantly. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh oh! All right, is it me now? It's you. All right, my quote was from the song "The Place" for a little bit in the movie because it made me laugh right away. Shoddy, quit your job. <laughs> That's an order. <laughs> really got me. Shoddy, quit. Yeah. Romeo Midnight. All we really want is love's confusing joy. Yeah, it really was all over the place <laughs> on this. Like I was really sappy for a minute. Taylor Swift cannot run. That's a note. Uh, Topher Grace walking with his buddies and they're like are you gonna give her a gift and he goes what am I supposed to buy her a Prius there's so much in between <laughs> nothing and a Prius that you could give her <laughs> this is when he's uh, the guy's interviewing Prius. Taylor and Taylor the kids he says is watching a make out and he goes ooh, ooh I miss high school I miss high school yeah that's my next one watching a make out this one we already went over, but are you retiring? I'm gay. <laughs> um, this is when Jennifer Garner, is that her name? Yeah. She goes off in the restaurant on this lying little pig boy and just going the fuck off on him. And he, oh, do you want to know what the pig's heart looks like? And she puts the wind up heart that walks on the table in front, of, in front of his wife. <laughs> the old and man. the old people are like, did we get a toy <laughs> with our Damn special? It. That was my favorite quote of the movie. Did we get a toy? Yeah, he wanted one so <laughs> They're bad. They're at a fancy restaurant on Valentine's Day. This old man wants a toy. Do I have a toy? <laughs> he's learned to appreciate the little things in life because he's so close to yeah. dying. Right? Um, oh, God. Hey, I wrote down this one from George Lopez. It says, you ever see somebody fall in love? It's ugly, toxic, and septic. So that's, that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I'm all over the place. Honestly, yeah. quotes in, here. I was just thinking about this because I think one of your previous ones was from Mr. Lopez himself. But in the movie with all those Oscar winners and icons, how did he get time after time the best lines? I don't get it. <laughs> he prop George he, Lopez is the hopeless romantic of the film. They either wrote him like that or he kind you, of you don't want to give improvise them himself. Bradley cause... Cooper, or Julia Roberts, or fucking Shirley MacLaine. No. Nah. George Lopez. No. They had to give him to George Lopez. The Lopez 15 show. second scenes. You know what's funny is they had to give it they had to give it to George Lopez because they needed guidance for their main attraction Ashton Kutcher. So bad. Is the problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> they had to give the most poetic lines to a guy that was going to tell him to Ashton Kutcher later. Uh last two here, my penultimate quote. After she beats the shit out of the pinata, she goes, now that's open heart surgery. (laughs) And I was so mad. (laughs) No, it's not a good one. And the last one, what is this? 
Oh, it's fucking Edison, little kid, after Jennifer Garner rejects him, unfortunately. <laughs> Says, I don't usually go for girls my own age, but you're pretty cool to, um... Not Ronnie. Rainy? Rainy. Yeah. That's a good one. I laughed at that, too. It was Laney, but Brandon's saying it wrong. All right, I've only got four because I had seven taken of my 17. Let's so. go. He's um, a goat. We popped off. Season this boy. is Jessica Beale saying, He's my closest goat. relationship is with my Blackberry. Thank God it vibrates. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, This is right before the did we get a toy. It is Jennifer Garner freaking out at Patrick Dempsey at, as the waitress. And she's like, Tonight, the chef is featuring a dish that he likes to call the lying, stinking pig. And his wife's like, you're kidding me. <laughs> What's in it? Now, how's that cooked? He starts by cutting up the pig's testicles, chops them up really finely, teeny tiny pieces. Then he takes those testicles, he pulverizes them, adds in a little arugula, some sage, some feta cheese, and shoves that mixture back up the pig's well, for lack of a better word, ass. Then he cuts out the heart, the cold, useless, tiny little heart, then fillets it on either side, and it's a nice amuse-bouche. And then she just goes, well, I'll have the salmon. But I was like, for the whole time, she was, I was like, I mean, it's testicles, but like the arugula, the sage, the feta, I was kind of into it as well. And because the ass. But the wife was totally like, what the fuck, really? And the, and the and testicles the ass, and yeah. the ass was really what drew you in. Yeah. That was the, 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 that was the selling pitch yeah. right there. Like, I do like arugula, sage, and feta cheese, but I wish it had more ass. balls and ass in it. <laughs> well, if I got good news for you, we actually put balls in an ass. <laughs> Brandon's like, wow, I'm never going to go anywhere else to eat for the I'll rest of my life. two. Give me four balls, please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two is such a good line. <laughs> <laughs> Numero dos for me. Oh god. <laughs> I'll take two. Uh, four balls of that stinky ass. They're like the marine after you like bread and they're being mean to you. <laughs> I'm totally serious about it too. He like doesn't get it. He just keeps ordering it. Shit. Yeah, sure, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm. You're a cheating, lying pig. <laughs> no, I'd like whatever. <laughs> That'd be so funny. Harry Copeland he orders it, it. Yeah. <laughs> instead of. He doesn't. He never look. He doesn't, he doesn't look up for his menu ever. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's your dessert tonight? The eat shit, you douchebag. All of that too. Yeah. <laughs> it's some how exotic shoved up a goat's ass <laughs> with a little bit of cumin. Oh, and don't forget about that tasty raspberry sorbet oh, on the side. Common, <laughs> good work. <laughs> All right, um, the last line to the movie is the radio DJ Midnight or whatever his name is. Yeah, I figured you'd have this one. Um, let's get ready for those three words everyone wants to hear on Valentine's Day. Let's get yeah, kind of ruined it. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, yeah, it, it really did, did kind of ruin the entire movie. And then a Marina quote. Um, Stolen Valor. She, I guess it's me and Marina going back and forth. She goes, now why is his name, why is his name Pushkin? And I go, because Pushkin comes to shove, duh. And she goes, well, he only did three push-ups. And I go, he did three Pushkin ups, Marina. Bad. And she was like, that oh, was, good. That was oh. bad as well. She's my, she's my this biggest is, supporter. This is this is why you need me to be. She's my biggest to watch supporter. the movies with you. You get. Susie, stop. Don't yell at me. 
Alright, that's the end of 1633. 45 quotes. Let's do some ratings. <coughs> yeah, let's let's speed through these. Alright, set thermometer, percentage, critics. Go ahead. Uh Tomometer? Okay, Lucas. 30. Yeah. Shit, it's probably like 62. I fucked up. Lucas is our winner regardless. It's 18. Damn, I yeah. figured. Damn. Now okay. what about audience, Lucas? 68. Okay. Oh, fuck. 62. Uh, Seth Ooh. is our winner. Ooh. It's a 47. We're type 3-3 right now. Let's go. Popping off. Seth, IMDb Metascore. Critics out of 100. Critics out of 100. Metascore. 41. Okay, Lucas? 36. One of you guys is so close. It's a 34. It's Lucas. God damn. Oh, I went game seven. <laughs> All right. You got to tie it up in game eight. So the infamous <laughs> game eight. Because they give you those. It's, it's best of seven <laughs> win by two games. <laughs> game eight. Lucas, out of 10, audience score, IMDb. Why are we doing this? Because I was getting hyped and trying to do it quickly. And it gets, gets my brain flowing. 5.4. Oh, Kay. shit. I got it. Uh, 5.5. I got to do it. One of you guys is so <laughs> close. We're both so close. Yeah, which means it's right above or right under. Oh, no. It's right it's above. It's 5.7 at Seth. <laughs> he tied it up in game eight. Oh, how dare he. <laughs> all right. Now, to win it, you have to guess all four critic reviewers. Go. What? Uh, Big rock. Plan- Plankton. That's a user reviewer. I'm out. <laughs> I lose. And Big Rog is not either, but he did name a critic reviewer, so I guess Lucas wins. No, he doesn't win by default. We were both wrong, technically. Um, we're all love lads. The, the, the medium-sized bluebird. Oh, we're doing user reviewers. Okay. No, shit. No, no, no. Little bluebird, little songbird. So we're still doing user reviewers. No, no, no. I'm saying the little songbird is a user reviewer, but medium songbird is a critic or oh, she's okay. the I older see. I see what we're doing companion okay. she writes for variety well, let's just do the critic reviews how about we? that's a good idea first one how about our own ratings the Chicago Sun oh Times. yeah shit our own ratings Seth do we do those before the yeah what we were all dancing we forgot <laughs> I didn't even know what order was appropriate my rating I don't know like a 6.2 damn that's pretty high is that high decent. I feel like it's still a it's bad high. movie. Oh, I didn't even do the averages either. <laughs> we were just cruising. Uh, <laughs> critic average, 18. The most important part of the show. 18 and 34 for a 26 average um, for critics and users 47 and 57 for a 5.2. Mm. So 52 and, and 26. So you're 62 here. Mm. Nice. Reasoning? I don't know, man. I got a soft spot for these for rom coms, for yeah. rom coms, these cutesy movies. As long as it's not Good Luck Chuck, you're good. And it was, I cried when the mom came home, and some of it was funny. Like I was like laughing because, <clears throat> and a lot of it, to be fair, was laughing because I thought to it was fair, funny. Yeah. Like it wasn't something they said; it was something they did, and I was like, "That's stupid," and I laughed at it. But I was still entertained. And okay, I don't know. It's probably closer to like a four four, but I'll say six two. Okay, Lucas. I'll slap a 7.0 on this bitch. Nice. I think this Damn. Was an enjoyable ride. I don't think they did a great job of linking all the stories, but I think that some of the stories were pretty good. That's and that's just, all it takes. Just like below this. what you gave New Year's Eve, I think. I think you gave that like a 7.3. Ooh, classic rating. That is a classy rating. I'm I'm the lowest of the Normal three star. of us. I'm like a 4.8. 4. It's like 
just like a average film. There are some sweet moments. There's some bad moments. Some good actors. Some bad actors. Um, it's a little long for the content, but I mean, you have to mix all these stories, I guess. But like turning it on after working so much on the weekends, and I'm like starting it at like eight thirty p.m. I'm like, God damn, this is two hours and four minutes for this. <laughs> this is an action film or something, but a decent. This is a decent. I think New Year's Eve was better, but so we've got four point eight. Seven and a six point two for a six average. Nice. Okay. All right. Now critic reviewers. Carrie Ricky at the Philadelphia Inquirer says it is a pleasant, undemanding movie that takes place over eighteen hours on Valentine's Day and considers very attractive people whose romantic destinies converge, diverge, and cloverleaf like the in interstates threading through California's Southland. Three out of four stars. Was it actually 18 hours? Did they do the math there? I don't... 18 hours. 6 a.m. I wasn't listening night. to any of that. 30 hours. All right. Well, next up is Sadie Doyle. Ooh. But Sadie, S-A-D-Y. Sadie. Ooh. No. At The Guardian, she says, the worst film ever made. <laughs> nine out of nine. Come on. The nine star scale. See more movies. Um, if, if this is the worst you've seen, you've had a pretty privileged go of things. <laughs> um, Peter Travers at Rolling Stone says, Valentine's Day is a date movie from hell. One out of four stars. See, a one out of four is still 2.5. Yeah. yeah. That's why you shouldn't have a four star scale. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Come Five on, or ten. Five or ten. Come on. A hundred. Or a hundred. If you're not going to do or decimals, 12. you should do a hundred. Yeah. Or four hundred. Twelve is asinine. Four hundred <laughs> yeah. would be... Phenomenal. 19,000 star scale. Yeah. Really, get some gravitas behind what you're saying. <laughs> this got, this movie's 18,000 stars. <laughs> it's that good, folks. <laughs> That's crazy. Thanks, Snoopy. And then um, Mark Kermode the Frog, as we said last week. We did. We said Mark Kermode the Frog. Actually, I think it was just me and Lucas because you were using the bathroom, maybe. But that sounds he's right. just a British film critic. He doesn't have any ties to anything, but he just says, "The greeting card full of vomit." <laughs> so he just said this. Yeah, just, he just put that in the void and just hoped somebody would read this. And I did. I found it. Mark Kermode the Frog. Kermode the Frog here. <laughs> greeting card full of vomit. <laughs> 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 what, what was that? That's Kermit That's doing Kermit. this. Kermit doing the noise I made at Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> and typing, typing the review. Caesar the dog here. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. That's pretty good. All right, and then user reviews. I've got six for you. First off, Andy in the pie with almonds. <laughs> Lucy in the sky with walnuts. <laughs> Andy in the pie with almonds. That's how that song goes. Yeah. I get it confused with wheel in the sky keeps on turning. Mm. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Doesn't that yeah. sound great? Wheel in the sky. The journey one's a better melody. Turning. I don't know who's who, so. I'll Be take your word Beatles for it. and Journey. I don't know which one's which. <laughs> so I'll take your word for um, it. On February 13th, so day before Valentine's Day 2010, he says, I was the classic husband, dragged to see this on Valentine's Day weekend as a goodwill gesture. It was every bit as bad as could possibly imagine. 
half of Hollywood's A-list stars or vacuous stereotypes, moronically obsessed with the Ugh. holiday in question. This, despite the fact that they are all living millionaire lifestyles with perfect hands and the whitest of teeth. Maybe too many teeth. Shit. It's love actually, without a sense of humor or any depth whatsoever. No one and nothing is remotely realistic. Every storyline has a trite and convenient resolution and none is convincing or interesting. There's a perfect and unlikely ratio of ethnicities and sexualities. The sex trade is entirely trivialized and sanitized. No one stays upset about relationship breakdowns for more than one scene. And people break into spontaneous dance sequences in which everyone knows the pre-rehearsed moves, but the film doesn't have the conviction to show it for more than three seconds. Just utter pointless and patronizing bilge. Three out of ten. Bulge. Bilge. Bulge. Bulge. Bilge. Yeah. His wife probably loved it. She probably did. You are not wrong. He's so pissed. <laughs> Andy in the sky with in the pie with almond. Sorry, why, why would I say it's that? Piece of shit. Next is by the little songbird. Oh my god! August seventh. <laughs> uh, How did that turn into a? Because <laughs> we're SNL writers, duh. All right, and we're we're stupid and dumb. August seventh, twenty ten. Bethany like Cox says, "I wasn't sure what to expect from this film." But I watched it anyway because I like a lot of the people in the cast. My overall thoughts on Valentine's Day was that it wasn't terrible, but it was a very uneven, and I do have to agree with anyone who says Love Actually did it better. It did. Of it, course. <laughs> yeah, Love Actually is a great film. Nobody's tried to make the inverse point. It does have a great cast. Aside from the cast, Valentine's Day was nicely filmed and had a lovely soundtrack. And I thought several of the stories worked, especially Jennifer Garner's. The film drags badly, while the direction isn't quite as focused as I would have liked. Overall, it isn't terrible, but it is very uneven. Worth seeing once or twice, but it isn't a movie for me that is a watch every day of the week kind of thing. Six out of ten. That'd be crazy. To watch watch a movie every day day of the week. The same film, too. She does. She is crazy. I watched this movie 365 times this year. Barely watch one a week. I know, right? Barely. Barely. Um, next is by Snoopy I Style. Didn't last week. Oh, it's uh... That is me. December twenty second, twenty thirteen. It says Seth says it's a mess of too many characters in too many stories. After the first two or three plot lines, the rest starts to become one big confused mismatch. Um, I couldn't tell you what half of the stories are. And they just keep adding more characters. If it's an avalanche of hot acting talents, 5 out of 10. That's exactly right, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you it. meant it. And I meant it, yeah. <laughs> I just... Every word. Nah, I thought 6.2 would be funny. Well, and I it was. It. Yeah. And it was. Uh, you kicked. <laughs> Cosmas, but another returner. I hate this guy. I... You hate Cosmas? Oh yeah. Why? Usually, if you, I think if I remember a, a name, he's a sexist. Oh shit! Is he? I thought that was more Bevo. Is he? Bevo's just an idiot, I think. Yeah, he is. No, Sethin is the sexist and the racist guy. Yeah, which could never be me. <laughs> um, I love the idiot reviewers, though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It smells like cheese. An idiot reviewer. No, he's one of our N- finest. No, critics. she. She. she, you're right. 
Um, Cosmas says there are good romantic comedies and there are bad ones. Of and course, also women shouldn't be allowed to vote. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Cosmas, how could you? <laughs> there are good romantic comedies and there are bad ones. Of course, for some, there are only good or bad ones out there. And even me saying that I like this one will be almost an offense to some people. Still, if you're going to watch a movie with a title like this, you should be aware what you are getting yourself into. If you expect something else, even without having read at least the summary line, you're in for a big bad surprise. Yes, the characters are not getting that much screen time, and yes, there are quite a few cliches, but this is not here to reinvent the wheel, it's here to entertain, and then in that, it succeeds. 7 out of 10. Nice, nice shit. Good shit. And then we take that shit and we shove it up a pig's ass. Put it up on the wall. I'll take two. <laughs> Penultimate review is by Edwa Green. January 23rd, 2011. They say. That's too quiet. Look at that. Yeah, I don't want to say it out loud. I'm thinking of a song. <laughs> um, Edward Green says, another colossal bomb of a picture. They say that love makes the world go round. Love would heal... Love would head southwards at all times if it depended upon this miserable film. Remember how the Oscar-winning film of 2004, Crash, attempted to show interconnecting relationships in bigotry in L.A.? This film attempts to do the same insofar as on Valentine's Day. It fails. Because basically nothing connects and we're left with players in short romances, which are meaningless like the rest of the film. A real misery in every sense of the word. One out of ten. Real misery. We rated Crash among, among the bottom of Best Picture winners since 2000, you and I did, mm-hmm. Lucas. Controversial win, to say the least. That and your hate for Green Book. Yeah. You hate Green Book. Yeah, fuck Green Book. In my ultimate review, Alan Burbo, 24. That's me. January 21st, 2002, they say. There's some people who... 2002. Yeah, or sorry, 2022. <laughs> he wrote this review before the movie came out, eight He's years. He's talking about the holiday. Before New Year's <laughs> even came Yeah. <laughs> He's just pissed. <laughs> there's some people who enjoy celebrating Valentine's Day because they're in a relationship. And there's yeah, some other people. scathing review about the holidays <laughs> in general. And there's some other people who are single, like myself. He's pissed. And yep. don't want to think about the holiday because it emotionally hurts them, including me. I don't know how people who are single on Valentine's Day even handle it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Good swerve. <laughs> crazy, crazy dude. Yeah, that was not about the movie. That was not about the holiday database. And I'm a sad. And he still gave it a 10. <laughs> yeah. Every movie's a 10. Gotta respect that grind. The, the Mookie confused. Award winner. Every movie's a 10. It was a surprise win. Yeah. <laughs> but a good one. Um, so that's gonna end it. Are we recommending this film, Seth? No. No? Even with a six point two? Yeah, just watch Love Actually. Love Actually is like sure. a nine. Yeah, Love Actually is really good. Seth or Lucas, are you recommending? Same guy. No. Even with a seven. Yeah. Just, I mean you can just, miss it. Just watch New Year's Eve. <laughs> watch <laughs> Even Dwarves. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to recommend it either. Just Even with a 4.8? Yes, of course. The lowest one of them all. A um, little long, a little joke. contrived, a lot of things going in. You can miss it, and you're fine with it. So that's going to end it this week. 
for the good, the bad, the movies, the love lads, all that shit. Um, next week we've got a a wild one coming up. It's called Love Wild on Wild West. No, <laughs> it's called Love on a Leash, where it's kind of like a Princess and the Frog thing, where it's <laughs> a woman lo- woman loves a dog. Yeah, but he's a dog only during the day, but he's a man at night, so they can fuck. So it's gonna be real weird. I think it's only available on YouTube. To a buddy so- of mine. What? There's no yeah, way. Happened to my friend Eric once. His, his name was his name was Devin Spalding. Was he the dog or or the woman? Yeah, I don't know. He was the. We'll woman. find out next week. <laughs> All right. He's uh, a woman dog. Definitely the woman. Um, and I think it's only available on YouTube. I'll try and find a link to send you guys. Yeah. You can watch it with me because I'm off. That's fucking. We cool. also have to balance it around Super Bowl, so we'll figure that out. But. Watch the Eagles win. Yeah, Saturday. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But you work. Yeah, like the whole fucking day. So we'll figure it out. Um, leave us comments, reviews, like, subscribe, recipes, chocolate, chocolate, definitely chocolates. Um, (sighs) and with that, we'll see you next week. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. I was gonna (laughs) say it. It's February. I was gonna start saying it again. Lucas said it first. Damn it. Good douche. Too bad. We're training. <laughs> no. The douche guy. No. Thank you for listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Movies. If you like the show, please like and follow us on Anchor and any other podcast sites we are located on. We would love to hear your feedback, so please leave us comments and reviews on our Instagram and Facebook pages at The Good, The Bad, The Movies. We will be back next week to deep dive into more movies. And remember, if it's it's good good and it's bad, it's it's probably the movies. movies.